Hi, and welcome to the Day 4 Play Podcast. I'm your host, Justin J.J. Epperson. I got a migraine. I just want to say that off the beginning of this podcast. We're a podcast about games, uh, Japan and Japanese games. It doesn't matter what order it comes in, but we talk about all those things. Uh, Mark is out in the Bahamas? I think right now he's in Texas. He's in Texas? Or maybe on a plane on his way back from Texas. Whatever he's he's doing. He's at South by Southwest. Yeah, he's having fun. He's having the time of his life in Texas. So are we, right? But we're also having the time of our lives. John is back from GDC and and, uh, his linkation. Linkation? I call, I'm calling it a linkation. It's real clever. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, Zeldacation just doesn't flow right. Um, I see. But you went to GDC. Yes. We'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. But you also took uh, a very much needed uh, vacation. I, I tried to. I sort of took a semi-week off. Yeah. I mean, I ended up working like two days, but that's kind yeah. of... That's life. It was the end of the fiscal year. We needed you. There's a lot of stuff going on, but that's okay. Um, played, played a bunch of Zelda... Which I will talk about probably mostly all we'll talk about, I'm guessing, yes, more or less. we will talk mostly about that. And then, uh, so next to him is uh, Roy Quad City. Yep. Blakely. That's me. Um, and this was a nickname uh, chosen by Graham. Yeah, I played a real, you know, um, this one. Because, uh, what was it again? Is the, oh, you so, were in a game jam. Right. So Quad City equals Space Jam we equals a Game Jam. jam. Right. We, we need Mark back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's good. Uh, Roy, it's a process. Roy, you did a game jab. It was yes. the Resistance Jam, right? And you and your uh, girlfriend and some of your friends from back home, right, uh, made a point-and-click adventure. Yes. What's the name of it? It's called Rootless. Rootless. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can download it for free, right? Yes, on itch. Uh, we could probably have a link. In show notes, probably. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Put a link there. Roy wrote all the words. I wrote all the words in the scenario and put it all together. And I mean, you know, my girlfriend did the art and the programming, which is most of the work. <laughs> but you'd be surprised how much the, that other stuff is a lot of work too. You wrote it's some a, good words. It's a graphic yeah. adventure, so the words are important, Roy. Yeah. Um, we played does it. it does it have an ending? It. Yeah, it does yeah. have an ending. It's very short. You can play it in the span of fifteen, twenty minutes. Probably, yeah. Um, unless you're bad at puzzles. Unless you get stuck, and then you need Roy. The puzzles yeah. are kind of hard. We're Help trying us. to tweak them to uh, make them keep a, keep a copy and notepad open and you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and uh, anyways, it's, it's, it's fun, good time. Download yes. it. It's free uh, for a good cause. Um, and uh, let's see. And then next to me on my left where Mark usually sits, that is Sarah Holy <laughs> Macaroni. <laughs> I almost said horny macaroni because that's what it looks like on this piece of paper. Sorry, it's my handwriting. Um, that's Roy's fault. And uh, yeah, holy macaroni because Sarah, you got a surprise I gift. Got a surprise gift on White Day. That's right. Uh, so it, in, in America, there's a fake holiday that people wish was real called Steak and BJ Day. Mm-hmm. Well, Japan has it for real. <laughs> um, they just call it White Day. It's, it's a little different. It's, it's a lot of different. <laughs> is it though? It, I yes, mean, it is. I didn't get a steak, nor did yeah. I get a BJ. That's you, can't, you can't find a good steak in Japan. Sarah, we got we to gotta get yes, that taken care of for you. Um, but uh, John, actually, this is more of a John nickname, but mm-hmm. uh, John, you were nice enough to get all the ladies in the office some mm-hmm. macaroons. They were delicious. Day. From Pierre Hermé. They were very fancy. Yes. I made sure to like walk with the bag out when I left the office, so like all them bitches saw mm-hmm. my fancy bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Yes. <laughs> 
Pierre Hermé is a very famous macaroonist from France. Are you making this shit up? Fake news. I think the. I think the. Do they call them macaroonists? Isn't isn't the point of like so? I I think we I broke the rules a little bit. You went backwards. You're supposed to only give stuff to people yeah, who gave you he stuff did break the first. Rules. Yeah. My bad. And as we all know, Sarah didn't nope. get anybody I'm anything so on Valentine's Day. <clears throat> but um no, but I it's mean It's her first year. It's it's still it's an excuse to, you know, do mm-hmm. something fun. So Yeah, and it was uh, uh I also had the honor of carrying all of Hiroko's white day presents back oh, to yeah. her apartment, which was I had to take a giant IKEA bag. I really like wish she would share them. Like, yeah. I didn't Did see them, so see I no, I didn't want to see them because then I would probably want to share them. Some of the bags they came in had stickers that were like Warning contains glass, needs to be like refrigerated. Not like that's how you know. Yeah, I'm not gonna say who they came from because she'll probably get mad at me. But like some of them, like one of them was like, yeah, fragile. Another one was like, you have to be in the freezer. Another Mm -hmm. one was like, you have to eat it in two days or something. The one we got got... today was like marshmallows and it had like a yellow (laughs) warning marshmallows. Marshmallows. (laughs) There should always be a warning on marshmallows. Uh, And then uh, rounding out the cast is a graham cheese sandwich. Hey. You have to say it like that. Graham cheese sandwich. All one word. Is this one really Howard. about me? I mean, I it's, mean, it's another about John, <laughs> think, but about yeah. you. It's kind of about you. Okay. There's a... So, yeah. okay. Uh, we've talked about this kind of thing on the podcast a lot. Japan has a, an issue with how they price things. It's usually a lot more expensive than it needs to be. Uh, and, uh, John, you messaged us a new uh, grilled cheese sandwich restaurant. It's not a restaurant. It's just a sandwich it's a ca- place. Cafe, maybe? Yeah, cafe. It's whatever. It's not that expensive either. It's a ten dollar well, grilled cheese sandwich, right? I mean, it said ten to twenty dollars on like the ta- <laughs> on like the website, you yeah. know, the tabulog. I don't know what the, the English the, equivalent the English is. Like Yelp, Yelp basically. Yeah, yeah but you but know, it's, it's like a set. you get a salad and a soup. Probably. I mean, your normal lunch is like twelve bucks, twelve hundred yen. It's not that different. It's in that range. Basically, what I was making fun of is like John finds this place and he sends us a link, and then I'm looking at the link and it says estimated budget one thousand, like ten bucks to twenty bucks. Then I scroll down to look at pictures it's just pictures of toast <laughs> toast with like a little bit you of cheese you got a toaster yeah. man yeah. They, got, they had a really like good looking it's toast with an egg on it and you're yeah. like really it's really good they're using cheese, which is not a thing you find in Japan they are often. not grilled cheese is like a, a delicacy here bread, bread is all over the place in Japan but grilled yeah. cheese is not a thing here yeah. we should yeah. go and like review it yeah we yeah, should sure. We had Cubanos okay. today, and yeah. they were fucking amazing. Cubanos is really good, yeah. Amazing! I don't even know what that is. What is that? It's uh, something you should try. Um, Cuban sandwiches? might want to know what it is, too. It's, it's Cuban sandwiches. It's very delicious. It's right next to Slice. Okay. It's a Cuban sandwich. Yeah. It's, it's like uh, pulled pork, pickles, and uh, uh, chipotle mayo, yeah, mel- yeah. and melted cheese. I went there with my friend who was born in Cuba. He vouches for it. So watch, wow. the, watch the movie uh, Chef on Netflix. I fun, went to Pizza Slice with a guy who was movie. born in New York, and he vouched for it, too. Yeah, so away, that whole, that whole street yeah. is full of You're also dick. from New York. I know, John. but I haven't been there long enough that I don't really count anymore. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, and uh, then, yeah, there's me, Justin J. Did I introduce myself? I'm Justin you J. Did. J. You didn't read your nickname. I, my, well, there's a it's few. Tough. There's Zoots Shit <laughs> and uh, Zelda. Oh, no, no. That's, that's something else. And then Sarah politely said, just say what you want about your house, you bragging piece of shit. <laughs> um, and this is about... An incident that happened over the weekend where the people who built my house, yeah, um, they called us uh, like just out of the blue and were like, hey, can you be in your house tomorrow or uh, Sunday at 2 p.m.? And we're like, okay, fine. What? We didn't know what it was, thought they may have forgotten something or whatever. And so like 2 p.m. rolls around and they show up with two of their customers who are like thinking about building a house. Uh-huh. And they're like, yo, we want to show your house to these people. And I'm like, well, <laughs> and you know, like most people are like, 
uh, I don't want these people in my house, but I'm sitting there like, oh, I'm about to fucking tell you the <laughs> shit that I did. Yeah, look at my fucking house. And like, I just like gave them the tour and I was like, yeah, this is me. I made these decisions. Look at this house. It's fucking beautiful. And uh, they went out and they liked it. Did you show them your VR room? Well, I mean, I didn't mention the VR stuff, but I was like, this is my office. This is, you know, all were these they, colors. Were they like Don't you think it's a little weird that they came to your house without telling you why yeah, they yeah. were going to do that? I mean, what yes. if you guys were like indisposed or like, I don't know, just weren't ready to have people come see your stuff? Like, isn't that kind of weird? It is weird. And they should definitely be like compensating you in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. they're basically using your house as like the show house. I sold my house better than they can fucking sell my house. Did they bring you some present or something? No. Like as a, they're just like, open up. These people want to walk around your house. I mean, maybe they will later. I don't know. So you moved into your new house. I did. Did you properly stomp your feet on the floor all over the place when you left your last house? Uh, you talked yeah, about podcast, more, right? more or less. Like downstairs yeah, my downstairs idiots. neighbors were uh, constantly complaining about my children's feet um, when God, they walked. They have feet? <laughs> I know. What's wrong with them? They, they walk. You know, a two-year-old. They have heavy feet. They don't know how to balance or whatever, and they like complained daily. And it was just terrorizing the whole family. And uh, so, yeah, on our way out, we, like, I mean, we made a lot of noise. Nice. Didn't you, like, give your kids a ball and you were, like, go ham? I wanted to. Oh. But uh, we had already moved everything and they moved out a day before we did it. Uh, but, um, yeah, needless to say, new house. It's great. Japanese houses are weird in some ways. You know, Japan doesn't have central heating. Mm. Right. Um, insulation. Or, well, it okay. does. They do have insulation now. Really? Yeah, um, but if the you, thing if is, you specifically request it and pay uh, extra for it. Yeah, um, but uh, my my current house, so we don't have uh, central heating, but we have a twenty four hour ventilation system that moves our air around throughout the house that heats it up like a central heating system. It's still stupid. You still have to buy the giant fucking like monster air conditioners that you put on your wall and look like total dog shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the 1980s. Yeah. I, uh, don't get me started on those things. And, uh, but, you know, it makes my whole house warm. It's nice. Do you have, can you, like, control your lights and your heat and all that stuff with your iPhone? Like, that sort of no, thing? No, that, so, smart house stuff is not really a thing in Japan yet. But at you all. Couldn't, they, they couldn't, like, import it or something. I or... mean, I could buy it from back in the States, right. but, uh, no. Should. Yeah, I mean, I, I might do it a little bit, but the thing is, is, like, you know, like I wanted a nest, you know, those those like smart yep. air conditioner things, but we can't because Japanese air conditioners have remotes. Right. So they don't Just work. Take so they your don't. remote to your phone. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, you know, I'm loving it. It's nice. Nice. Congrats. Thank you. I'm going to have a I'll have a party. Y'all invited. Barbecue. All, all listeners. Are all invited. listeners are invited. <laughs> if, if, you're in the, if you're in the Iruma area. Uh, <laughs> anyways. So uh, enough about that. We got some some shit went down. Since the last podcast. Big shit. Shortly after the last podcast. That's right. Um, and what I'm talking about is the best segment we've ever had on the show. The, the <laughs> Let's Listen. Which, John, I'm sure you listened to all the way through. I heard enough about it to know that it must have been the greatest thing ever. It, <laughs> it, it really was. It was a fan favorite. We'll do it again sometime in the future. Or when, something similar. Or something similar. Maybe with... Don't say, don't say yeah, <laughs> don't say no, don't it's Voldemort. Don't say Voldemort. Uh, and uh, but no, I'm I'm just kidding. We uh, the switch came out. That's right. How was it here? Like I was in, I was in America. 
I had my own drama on Switch Day. Oh boy, it was an exciting day. Pretty, pretty quiet. We're here at the office. Things keep arriving for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. My both the two yeah. my two extra switches, switches showed up. Yeah. We made an unboxing video for you. I did. I saw it. It was great. That was Thank nice. you. A personal I tried, unboxing. I tried to channel my inner John when I laid everything out beautifully next to the plants. She, and I yeah. actually took a screenshot of it, like as if it were a photo, and that was good. <laughs> she did. So. She did. She was like John would want it by the plants. I saw. <laughs> I saw the video. Um, and. Uh, uh, but well, like I saw, what I was surprised is like yeah. when I was leaving, I live in like Sasuzuga, which is like a really kind of tiny area next to Shinjuku. And at my tiny little gaming store, there was a line of like three guys mm. just waiting there at like, you know, eight in the morning. Yeah. And the poor guy's like sweeping. He wants to sweep the walk <laughs> and like put the game out. Not like today. He wants to put his games out, but he can't because they're standing there and he's like. I'm not open yet. Yeah. They were there first. So, and it was just three people. And it's like, there's more than three Switches in that store. Yeah. I wonder. Well, I hope they ended up getting their Switches. I had a, a like a 15 to 20 people line at my local Toys R Us. But oh. you had pre-ordered, right? I had pre-ordered. Right. Um, but they, were, they, they had stock for people who didn't pre-order too. Okay. So let's just get this out real quick. Of the five of us sitting at this table, three of us have Switches. Yes. And one of us Hi. got a Switch. Hi. But only two of them. Via another one of only us. Only two of them pre-ordered, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Graham. One of them, you know. One of them is a, I'm a, the sh- victim. a moocher. <laughs> I'm John. the victim here. Graham's the victim. <laughs> He's so, been wrong. So Sarah and Roy, you guys didn't get one yet. No. Not yet. Not it's, until they get better controllers that are ugly I'm colors. Crossing. But you will be, uh, when you go back to the States, mm-hmm. you're going to be playing Zelda mm-hmm. on a Switch. Mm-hmm. So... How, what do you mean? Wait, what? Her yeah. boyfriend's gonna get one. Ah, okay. So yeah, don't act I'm like not you're, I'm not gonna buy you're too cool. You for had school. said that you would buy one if like they were in stock the day they came out. Right? Yeah, that they was, weren't. Okay. We actually went and we looked, and it was just like nothing. I, nothing. My local mall has one. Well, I don't live next to your local mall. We'll just take a train well, for an hour and a half. I'm glad you followed through to make sure. Sh- you know. Yeah. I mean, I was like walking in, and I was like, "Shit, there better not be one here because I don't want to <laughs> buy it." Yeah. So in America, if you so I, I was in the U.S. for GDC and pre-ordered from Amazon, like on, like within ten seconds of it going up on Amazon, like yes. whenever that was. Uh, and, you know, guaranteed day one delivery, all that stuff. So, of course, I didn't try to get a different one in the U.S. because it's guaranteed, blah, blah, blah. Yes. So, the day before it comes, and it's like, it still hasn't shipped. And it's Tragedy. Like, I'm like, hmm, that's weird. Well, maybe it's coming from a local warehouse or something, so it doesn't have, you know, it could ship mm. same day or something. But it, it said or, it said preparing and arriving by launch night, 8 p.m. Yeah. Launch day comes, noon, still no, it hasn't shipped. Still says coming by 8 p.m. I even called them, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to be gone tomorrow. What's going on? The guy's like, uh, it should be it should be there by tomorrow and today. I'm like, it should be there or it will be there. And he just repeated himself. He's like, it should be there by tomorrow. I was like, you... so I just like basically hung up. <laughs> Two p.m. rolls around. I'm sitting with Mark at our makeshift. We we set up like a makeshift office at the like local mall on the last day of GDC, and we just tell people to come to us. This way, we can like see everybody in the same place. So we're like, oh, waiting for guys, our next appointment. What are you? It's really smart. Jesus, celebrities. And um, <laughs> and so we're sitting there waiting, and then like the mail com- comes in, and it's like, oh, it's shipped. I'm like, yes, awesome. And then I go yeah. look, and it's like arriving tomorrow. Ooh. And I was like, I was so pissed off. What is this, off. a fucking soap opera? I called, I called yeah. Amazon and like basically tore them apart. Like I was super <laughs> mad about it. Made the guy like refund me. I was like, I don't care that they're already shipped. Like I'm not going to be there to get them. You yeah. guaranteed it, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, once we, once we confirm we can get it back, we'll repay you. I'm like, no, refund me right now. Yeah. Um, and then basically like I, I was out of Switch and I wasn't going to get it. And so I <laughs> tweeted about it, you know, my horrible story because Amazon sucks. And like two awesome friends of the show steve steve lynn first of all like messages me and is like yeah. i have an extra switch do you want it i'm like yes yeah and then uh jason bento of youtube also was like uh, i i know someone who can get you a copy of zelda you want it i'm like yes yeah so in the end i ended up getting my switch and my zelda but not without drama 
I'm gonna have to go play it on the train on the plane home. Well, I had like already. Anyone got the stuff? You got the stuff. (laughs) I had already bought the battery, like to be able to play it on the plane. The six thousand yen. I did, and it worked great, and it was awesome. But like, I would, I would have just had a battery with nothing to do. I could see you like crying, just like holding the battery on the plane. Like this could have been Zelda. So it's a story of friendship. And Amazon really. Well, thank thank God you got it. Yep. You you had fun on your plane. Uh Um. And, and then uh, Graham was able to buy my extra switch yeah, that so was waiting happened? for me. Yeah. Graham, I was, Graham was able to he buy. He was that. able. He was lucky enough. <laughs> so we we're, we're at the. You came back from GDC. We were in the office on a Sunday, and your one of the extra we um, switches that you got was just like sitting there. And so you're like, Graham, did you get a switch? I was like, Nah, man. I'm thinking, I'll you know wait for the holidays, Xenoblade, you know, Super Mario. Yeah. And you're like, Okay, well, Graham, if you don't buy this, I'm gonna put it on Facebook. It's gonna be gone. And I was like, Oh, you know, okay, man. I guess I'll take it. <laughs> this is peer you know. pressure. Yeah. So John, well, it's true. If I, if every time it's I true. sell something on Facebook, it's gone in like a minute. Like, yeah. And so, so I just said that. I was like, Are you sure? It's right here. This might be your last chance for a while. Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna buy it anyway. So anyway. I mean, it. yeah. So he he probably me into it, but yeah, no, I got. But it. you're glad that you was bought a it. Smart decision. Yeah, I mean, if if I was going to buy it eventually anyway, it doesn't matter when I buy it, is how I have to rationalize it to myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, then I, after that, you know, I left the office and I went to our local big camera and I picked up Zelda. It was there. Yeah. Uh, and I got it. You know, that's the only thing on there. So, yeah, I've been playing that. It's a lot of fun. Cool. So, impressions of the system itself, anything that you were surprised by, anything that you are not a fan of? The UI is really nice and simple. The system mm. itself is... I like how snappy it is. Like, after coming from the Wii U, especially, like, how sluggish... Oh, God, remember that? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. way better than the, the Wii U. The Switch is so fast. But it's simpler, too. Like, yeah. it's it's missing a lot. It's, it seems to me like it was probably meant to come out later, and they were just like, well, let's just kind of put it out in its beta form now, because Zelda's ready. Yeah. And, like, we'll, we'll add all the stuff that's missing, like, presumably, like, well, eShop music. No, but presumably, <laughs> like, you know, like, Miiverse, or, yeah. like, um, um, uh, what's the other stuff? There's some pretty key stuff. Oh, uh, Virtual Console, you know, things like that. Yeah. Maybe that's going to come later, I imagine. But um, Yeah, no Miiverse is weird to me. Well, what's you know, gonna, I what are they going to do for Splatoon? I wonder if Miiverse is not there because it's it's would require you to be playing in handheld to be able to draw uh, stuff, which yeah. I don't know. But I still hope they put it there because it was, like, the one cool thing they added to the Wii U. But, um, yeah. I, no, I think it's really nice. It feels really good. The, yeah. the, the controllers pop off and pop on. They're really comfy. The Pro Controller is amazing. Yeah. It's so comfortable. I'm really just like, I'm loving the fact that I can just take it out and, 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 and play it on my sofa. And then when I'm like tired of doing that, I can put it in my TV. Or like if my kid wants to play, he can just take it off, play, without interrupting whatever it is we're doing on the TV. Uh, and then if I'm tired of watching TV, just plugs it in. And it's like so seamless and so just like instant that like you don't even think about it anymore. And it's, and it's one of those things where like now I just want to take it wherever I go. I mean, I can't because, you know, I, the kids got to play it. But I mean, I hope you do because Roy and I played it. Yeah. In the office. Yes. That's right, we did. We and did Roy a little like one-two broke switch. the fucking controller. Well... You put the you put the uh, uh, I put the the whatever the what do you say the Joy-Con on backwards. The, which uh, you shouldn't be able to do that. No, no he shouldn't the, be able to do that. He didn't put it on backwards when I was out. He, of the he, he was uh, he put the uh, the what are the straps the straps on backwards. Uh, I've never even used the straps. You did. Oh well, you don't have one to switch so. No, I have the straps, but I just don't use them. I know, but yeah. like you don't need them unless oh. you're playing one to switch. Um, and, uh, yeah, that is one thing that, like, I wish you couldn't do that because, 
Doesn't seem like it, it got should. like stuck on there. Yeah. The first night I yeah, the yeah. first night I did that, I did that twice, and I'm like, why is okay. this so fucking hard? And yeah. I like, if I w- if my nails, if I hadn't See, cut them, the thing. it's like I have long nails. It's impossible for me to like press the tiny little like yeah. pressure buttons. Your your he- your fingers would have been destroyed. And I totally for- felt like I was gonna break something trying to take it yeah. off. Yeah. So fortunately, if you do it the right way, it's super easy. Well, yeah. It should be idiot proof though. It should be child. Right, right, I, I agree with that. You I agree with that. Should be able to put it on the wrong way. I agree with that. Um, but yeah, when you do it the right way, it's fine. Um, I, I, oh, I, it's the region freeness of this is really, really great. Yeah. Like I basically set up both my U S account and my Japanese account and, um, it's somehow managed to be even better than PS4, which yeah. is up till now has been like great. I mean, and PS4 is great enough. Like it does everything right, but this does it even better. Like you, you can basically, you know, download stuff from the Japan store and then play it with your U.S. account or vice versa yeah. seamlessly. You can even use DLC from other regions. Like, right. I have the U.S. Zelda, but I downloaded the Japanese DLC pack, and it just works. Like, it recognizes it. it it's in there. Did you get your Switch shirt yet? I, I don't know how to get it. I got. Okay. I Isn't should. It in, like, a treasure chest on a fucking mountain I don't know. Somewhere. So ugly. Don't even Oh, yeah, there's, like, a chest yeah, there's in like the world somewhere, too, right? there's, like, a special chest area where, like, your special I don't know. I haven't, I haven't looked for it. I, I don't... Because okay. one thing I'm doing about Zelda is I'm not reading anything on the internet about it. Like, I don't want to... I'm okay with sharing hints, but I'm not yeah. looking for, like, solutions or anything. So I don't know, like, stuff like that. But whatever. I'll find it eventually. Right. Um, um, but, no, like, it's just... It's, it's very... I don't. I'm looking at it right now. I'm holding it in my hands and just messing around with it. And like, it's really slick and it's really, it's really simple. But it's, it gets the job done. Um, other complaints. Seeing, uh, how it looks when there's actually more stuff on there. Because like right now for me, like I just, I turn on my switch and it's just the Breath of the Wild icon. There's nothing else. So I'm uh, seeing like how it manages itself when you actually have like some kind of library. I, I have like four or five games on mine. Yeah, I have three on here right and now. And it's not I don't too know what bad. Happens when you I get... think yeah, eventually you're gonna want folders. But I don't. I don't know. There's not even enough games to really warrant it again. Yeah, yeah. You know, thing the activity log thing is kind of disappointing. Like, you know, Wii U and 3DS had a really awesome thing yeah. that would tell you exactly how much time you spent on every game, and this doesn't. Um, it just kind of tells you about reason, how much. For some reason, after you've had a game for ten days, it it starts telling you in increments of five hours how many hours you played. Yeah. So, like right now, it says I played Zelda for more than twenty five hours. Unless you get the parental control app for your phone. We Which should is, get those for like all of us. Yeah, and we should all just stalk each other and see how much someone played. And you can turn their game off. Like oh, if shit. if we get John, you really? Yeah, we if we get John's, we could just one be for like John because he was on his Zelda vacation. And whenever we used to talk to him, we were like, "Get that parental <laughs> app out, turn his game off." <laughs> yeah, I uh, I got the the app myself, and it, unfortunately, it only logs from the moment you get the app. So if you haven't got okay. a switch yet, you should get. Uh, the so app even if you turn parental controls on from the beginning, it wouldn't. Or is it just the app? You have to have the app to, to, to the only the app tells you how much time you've spent okay. on the game, and very specifically, like within increments of five minutes. Yeah. So, so like it's very it's, it's basically what the old activity log was more or less. The yeah. game and like the save data doesn't show you your hour count or anything. Like normally that's where you would uh, not on Zelda. Zelda doesn't. No, yeah. it's bizarre. Just doesn't. There's a by the way. I just opened up my parental controls app, and there's a cat, and if you touch it, it like opens its mouth. I don't know what's going on. Oh, here. fun! Oh, it's like a secret cute. or something, I guess. But yeah, like this is sort of the secret way to have an activity log. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I you know I played it for like probably eight or ten hours before I even downloaded this, so it's not totally accurate. Yeah, but. so far, I mean, like there's definitely stuff missing from the UI, and uh, it's so far though, it's like it's such a Zelda machine that I don't really g- give a shit. <laughs> like I just want to play Zelda. Um, one thing that I so there's like two things where I was like. 
before the Switch came out, the, this is a big deal. Everybody's going to do blah, blah, blah. And that was like the, the, the Joy-Con connection issue. I haven't had it. I haven't had an issue at all. I have Not, a little bit. Really? What is, what is that? I don't it know. It's just like, for example, when my... It only happens with the left Joy-Con for me. Yeah. Like, sometimes that, just, That's the one it's supposed to happen. Yeah, it'll on. just repeat the input. So like, if uh, I'm running forward with Link and then I let go, sometimes it'll just like it'll just hold it. So oh, weird. just keep running. Huh. Gotta get a refund from John. It, it only happens like when I'm... Not my problem. Like if I'm lying down <laughs> on my couch, I'm kind of like out of the field of view for my Switch, it'll happen. But if, like if I'm standing up straight and like kind of pointing... My grip towards it, it'll never happen. I so see. I think, like, something, I don't know, some kind well, of. Well, I always just use the Wonkon, the little dog controller, when I. I haven't used that once, even. And so that was another thing, like, uh, everybody was, you know, shitting themselves about the fact that the grip that comes with the system wasn't a charge station, but I bought one of those charge stations yeah. and I literally have not used it. Because mm. you don't need it. it. They last for so long. Well, they and charge when your switch is plugged in anyway. Exactly. Right? So, so it's like you really, I like feel like I should have just saved that money and got a pro controller. People are probably worried after like the PS4, where PS4 controllers die. Yeah. Immediately, all the time. Like, yeah, so. these don't these don't really die at all, and it's it's great. Um, but one thing that I didn't think was an issue that I do think is an issue now is that like they really need like Netflix. And, yeah, well, I mean, and, need- and Amazon and all those things. Literally, so I showed this to some non-gamer friends of mine. Literally, the first thing like three different people said is like, "Can I watch Netflix on?" Yeah. I'm not even making this up. Yeah, I'm like I'm like, okay, that's that so really weird. is a thing. If you're not like a super gamer or whatever, like that's going to be like a factor into your purchase decision yeah. for something. I mean, like this. I think screen. this would be great for those things because oh, you totally. really could just watch something and then like. Say you're watching something on the train, you get mm-hmm. home, you just plug it into your TV and you continue That's a very, watching. Like, Japan yeah. thing though. It is. Everybody else should just get Google Chrome. Well, I'm only talking Everybody about my Chrome. life. My yeah. lifestyle. This is a Sarah. podcast about Japan, oh. Sarah. Oh. My lifestyle of Why would you 2-hour pay so much train rides for a fucking Netflix machine. Cuz I want to watch my I you know so, how much my phone costs, Sarah? <laughs> have you guys like whipped this out on the train though? Yeah. I like, did. You confidently, you don't feel like, oh man. I was I totally like, fine. Uh, one, one time I couldn't. Like, I was sandwiched between two kind of like big people, and mm-hmm. it was just, and I, I tried to do it, and I'm like, this is just not going to work. So no. I couldn't. I, I didn't have an issue. But at the all. other time, I was like in the corner seat, and no one was around me, and I was totally fine, and I was playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love how portable it is. We take it on car trips. Haruki plays it in the back seat, and then, uh, well, just, just, just to, well, not to play devil's advocate, but I mean, yes, it is portable, but I mean, when you say how portable, it's more like you love that it is sort of portable, right? Because well, compared to like a 3DS or whatever, it's not portable, this right? It's not a handheld, like, as far as I'm concerned. It's, 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 that's my thing, yeah. It's like, it's, yeah. it's a thing you can take with you, but it's not something that you feel super comfortable with. Like, like if you just hold it with one hand, it's bound to fall. Well, I like, wouldn't do that. Do you mean because like it is not a clamshell, or like what is it that about well, it that makes feel it? it? It's like it's it feels like if you drop it, it's mm-hmm. going to shatter. Like, like I, I, don't, I wouldn't want to. Where my this. 3ds, I feel like I could throw it against a brick wall and it's going to be fine. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Um, like if I had that in my purse, I'd be worrying about it. Mm-hmm. Whereas your 3ds, you just like throw it in. But like it's you the ultimate. Like if you if you travel console, like if you go totally. on a business trip, yeah, you're in. You spend a lot of time in hotels. Like you don't want to lug your PS4 around. That's the perfect. That's why I bought that anchor battery the 6,000 yeah. yen so it's probably like 50 bucks-ish we, we travel in our car a lot and uh, it's perfect for the car the other day we were at a soccer game one of the Haruki soccer games and uh uh, Dad's like, up in the bleachers. It was like at a fucking dirt field, and like it was probably the windiest day of the year, and like dirt was just like flying all over the place. So me and my wife, in between games, uh, went back into the car. Uh, because we just didn't want to be assaulted with dirt um, for 20 minutes. Uh, and then I just, like, I took the switch out, put it on the dashboard, 
And then we played Snipper Clips while that's a we good waited. Commercial. Snipper Clips is fun. It's great. This whole podcast is kind of a commercial. <laughs> well, that's what we're here for. So, <laughs> so let me. One more thing about the system, I will say, is so I, I have the kickstand out now. Yeah. The kickstand is really only useful if you're like three feet tall. Like it doesn't like if you put this on a plane and you put the kickstand out. Like you, you have to like, sh- like, cr- like. Uh, put your head down to kind of look at the screen. Also, I think you can't charge it when it's kickstand. Unless you got a stand. Unless you get a Hori stand, which I got, which is amazing. It's only 15 uh, bucks or so, but like it actually is really nice. It's like the Kid Icarus stand. Or like a deluxe so did we version. test if the Kid Icarus stand works with it? I haven't found mine. Okay, because I think it would. It might, but like it's, yeah, that, if you get a stand like that, it's actually really nice, and it solves the problem of it not actually being in front of your face. Yeah. So I highly recommend that if you're going to be, I don't know, playing tabletop mode a lot. But. Yeah, one, two, switch. Um, yeah, but overall, I mean, I don't know. I mostly really like it. Um, I'm a little worried that it seems kind of underpowered um, generally. Really? But, well, yeah, like, I mean, like, the fact that Zelda, like, Jugs. chugs on a TV screen yeah. a little bit is yeah. is disappointing. It doesn't bother me that much. I'm not, like, a frame rate horror or anything, but, like, I definitely, you do notice it. Yeah. Um, um, but see, like, I'm on the opposite of the fact that I can't believe I can play Zelda on a thing that I can just take wherever I want. Not right. not just, like, Zelda as in there's been plenty of, like, portable Zeldas, but, like, a, a main console open full big-ass sure. open-world Zelda <laughs> Yep. And, like, a fucking, you know, it's not just open world, it's, like, super open world. Yeah, it's not just a novelty. Like, the fact yeah. that you can take the home, you know, quote-unquote home games out, especially in this country, is, like, really cool because we're out and about probably more, on average, more than people in the, yeah. in the U.S. But, like, yeah, that that is, and I I knew that was going to be cool, but it, it's as cool as I thought it would be or more cool, you know what I mean? Like, it is. It's, it's pretty nice to be able to do that. Um that said, like Zelda in particular, to me, is a game that you really should play on a TV because it's just so awesome on the big screen. Like, just getting lost in that big world, um, especially on my TV. It's like yeah. 60 inches of Zelda. is like amazing. But, like, <laughs> you know, like, basically, I think when a game like Mario Kart or something comes out, it's going to be awesome for this because mm. like, that's the kind of game where, like, I feel like you can play it on, on a handheld without any problem. And, like, it's going to be super cool to be able to take that on the go. Yeah. I like playing Zelda on, on the handheld mode. I play all the modes. I go all the modes. Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. But, but definitely like i prefer with the pro controller at home like all lights out just like surround sounds yeah. like it's it's really really badass i will say this is the first time that i've ever had to i ever went and did like the full gambit of the like games gamestop upsell merchandise i bought the screen protector oh really? I, I bought the case i bought i bought a case immediately because after one day of not having a case i realized how badly you need a case mm-hmm. yeah can you can't have a switch and not have a case yeah. unless you like i don't know put it in a sock or something because you want to you want to have a place for your games but at the same time like i have two young kids and with a ds it's clamshell so if they throw it around a bit, it's not that big of a deal. But this thing is like fragile. It's three hundred dollars. So that's and again, that's what I mean by it not feeling the same to me as like a three DS. Like again, you, it's not clamshell and it's not. You will scratch it for sure if you don't have something to protect it. Yeah. So I got I got a screen. Uh, just yeah. It's uh, <laughs> I got I got a Hori, Hori I, case Hori screen. I got a fucking, got got I got a fucking warranty. A Toys R Us warranty plan for I mean your three kids hours. broke the fucking Wii U pad twice and that thing is like pretty solid yeah I mean if I had just like a Fisher Price like you, I would probably get yeah. that too yeah I mean, crazy is sense. the right word for that <laughs> um, but uh, yeah so overall I'm like really loving it um, Sarah you really should get one I mean I'm, I am going I'm to get really one. enjoying the <laughs> Zelda talks that are going on everywhere I go like I mean, I'm trying to avoid most of them though well I'm trying to avoid spoilers you know but like 
everybody's definition of a spoiler is different. Yes. Today I saw something I really didn't want to see, but the person who showed it to me didn't think it was a spoiler. It was yeah. an honest thing. It was fine. But like, I haven't felt that sort of um, childhood joy of a feeling of like, you know, just sharing tips in the playground sort of thing. Mm. Like, as I have with this game, like last week at Otari, which is our like weekly um, drinking gathering thing, like this guy, Greg, who's a Greg Tavares has been on yes. the show, friend of the show, old school game programmer guy. Uh, he got Zelda. Yes. He pretty much doesn't like anything. He's like the he's like a, a, the oldest of the old men. He like complains about you mean everything. in the sense of complaining about yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he like loves the shit out of Zelda. He actually beat it really? already. And I, it was just so it was a joy That's to basically surprising. sit there with him and just like like these are two like dudes, one in his forties, one like probably getting close to fifty, like just sitting there like talking about Zelda as if he were like ten years old for like a yeah. half hour. And it was it was great because there's other guys sitting across from us, and this guy like kept. This guy didn't play Zelda, and he kept like trying to like just make small talk, and yeah. like he keeps stopping us to be like, "So, you know, do you come here often or whatever?" We talk for like two seconds, and go right back to Zelda. Yeah, talk. man. Blah 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 blah. Like, and then he, like another question came up, but like, dude, we're trying to talk about Zelda here, <laughs> but it was great. It was like so exciting, mm. and like everywhere I go with other people who are playing Zelda, we're just like talking about like what did you see, and like sort of like sort of what did you see? I don't know exactly what you saw, but like, yeah. did, did you did you go in this area and see something like this? It's, or it's a like, it's a minefield mm-hmm. because you can go anywhere and do anything. And there's a million things to go and do and see. And, like, it's hard to tell what you've done. Are we, like, are we talking about Zelda now? We're talking about Zelda. Yeah, I think so. So I Sarah has to remove herself because she does. She wants to be I'm completely pure. And my phone okay. Yeah. She has to be completely pure, apparently. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. I, I yes. respect that. And that but means, we're not, not going to spoil anything. But. We won't spoil anything. But, yeah. I mean, I, there, there are metrics by which you can compare your progress in Zelda. Like, you can be like, well, I've found X many shrines. Yes. Or, uh, I'm like at 40 or something. So right? many hearts. So, yeah, I'm at like only 30, I think. Um, yeah. there's, there's, a, there's a more specific metric that I won't even say. It's pretty obvious now. Everybody knows about it, but I'm still not going to say it. There's yeah. sort of like the main story consists of doing like X things. And mm. like, even that I don't want to talk about. But like, that is another way of kind of explaining how far you've got and what i can say is i haven't done any of them like I, I've, I've played the game for almost 30 hours and I, and I haven't even done, done a single one. like main you have you yeah. finished one of the main I think story the one that components. i did was probably the most useful one too um, well i don't i don't even want to know why yeah, i don't I, i'm not gonna say anything but like you know i'm just enjoying running around the world and and just getting lost in it like right. you can because it's interesting to get lost in it it's beautiful yeah. it's it's unique it's i don't feel like many areas look like a lot like other areas like yeah. one minute you'll be like on this like beautiful like hill with like tall grass and like you can see the breeze and like feel mm. the breeze almost yeah and you're just like running around the next it's like you're a you're in a thunderstorm in the middle of a swamp or like you know like there's just like all these different areas and all these things going on and it's yeah. just like yeah i don't even need to do the main story i, I feel can like do this for hundreds it's of hours, so cool that like. you can just open up like what i do every every night when i get home i'll open the map mm-hmm. and i'll look and see if there's a, a named place on the map that i haven't been to and i'll go there and every single time there will be something really interesting and fun to do yeah and it's like you know it was it's funny because when they talked about skyward sword they were like well the whole world's a dungeon sure and i'm like yeah, I guess for Skyward Sword, but it really feels that way for this one. Yeah. Like everywhere you go is like a challenge and it's like a designed experience that you go and you, you know, even if it's just a small grouping of islands or something like that, it feels like they meant for you to play it in a certain way. You get there and like it's an experience. Yep. And like I feel like in a lot of open world games, 
there's a lot of, uh, and, and I'm talking mostly about the shitty Bethesda games. Uh, oh, come on. Skyrim <laughs> and Fallout, I think they're oh, called. that's what people think of when you say open world games. I yeah, think. yeah. Usually sure. they think of the shitty ones. Um, and uh, <laughs> Sorry. I have to say this because Tara's not here to like yell at me about it. But um, in those games, you will go somewhere and there will be things to do, but it's usually just like a cave oh, with some ugly dudes in it and paintbrushes. It's also in those games, like you have objectives, you have things on the map they want you to do, and then a jump, bunch of like giant fucking empty space in between. Yeah. It's like you're just traversing the world. There's nothing in it. There's nothing yeah. interesting to do. You're just walking through it. But there isn't any of that in Zelda? In, in Zelda, everywhere you, you end up, there is some sort of worthwhile thing to oh. do in, in, in a well, I think Graham's talking about the spaces between the places to go. Yeah, but it's always like when you're going from place to place, like there's always something that catches your eye. And like for every uh, time you go off the beaten path, there's always something to reward you, even if it's like small. Like yeah. you'll get like a Korok piece of poop, like whatever they give <laughs> right. you. Yeah. There's never been a time where I like was heading somewhere and was like, oh, what's going on over here? And didn't like what I found uh, when I went off the beaten path. Like, yeah, like I just yesterday or two days ago, I guess I was like, um, I was like, okay, maybe I'm going to try and. I, I, I had an NPC found me. I didn't find them and like kind of basically instructed me toward where I needed to go to forward the story. Yeah. And I was like, maybe I'll go see, just push the story forward a little bit and see what happens. So I started going that direction. It'd take a while to get there. But on the way there, it's, you know, it's just fun because you're climbing all over the place. You're gliding all over the place. You're doing stuff. And in the meantime, you're fighting with certain enemies or you're finding like a chest here or a yeah. seed there or whatever. There's like all the stuff going on. And then I got close and then I, I think I made a, oh, I saw a shrine in the distance and I'm like, yeah. if I go to that shrine, if I don't go now, I'm going to miss it or yeah. forget about it. So I'm going to go now. But if I go, I'm going to have to take the long way around back towards the story because I'm making a big jump off a cliff. Yeah. So I went to the shrine, did the shrine, got out. Sure enough, I couldn't get back easily. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to take this detour to get around. And I, and I walked like probably like a real world equivalent of like three miles or something. Like I used my wolf amiibo to get the wolf to come with me. So I wasn't like alone. And I just like walked <laughs> around this mountain and like, and it was amazing. Like, I just found all this stuff that I didn't even know was there, found a whole new area, yeah. ended up, like, taking a wind gust up to, like, climb up to the top of this mountain. Oh, I think like, I know what you're talking about. And, like, and like I was just like, okay, I didn't do anything with the story, and yet I spent, like, two hours, and it was awesome. Like, yeah. And I didn't even do anything. Like, I really, like, if there was a meter to say, like, how, how much you pushed the game forward, I, I didn't really do that. And yet it was full enjoyment, and that's, like, so yeah. weird to me that, like, I can waste hours away... And, and and still be enjoying the yeah. game so much. And the game is so huge. It's like, well, I've surely seen everything by now. But then you go somewhere nope. and, like, something is there to completely surprise you. You're like, oh, well, I've, it, there, there's no more enemies. There's nothing. There's And it's just like, you know, there was this one spot. Uh, and I'm not, not going to be specific, but I just walked in. And, like, you could hear this music. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then you follow the music and then you find this thing. And then there's another thing like crazy puzzle that you got to do. And it's just like a, it just like gave me goosebumps and it was just a random ass place that I just chanced into because I was like, well, there's a place I haven't gone to. I need to go over there. And it just stumbled onto it. And it's like fucking, it's not every day you can like call a game like magic. And I feel like this game, this version of Zelda is just a fucking magical ass experience. Like from beginning to end, Anywhere well, you we don't, go. We don't know about end yet. But, well, I don't know about end yet. I mean, do, I don't even fucking want the end game to end. Does yeah. it have to? It doesn't have to. 
I'm you run out of shrines eventually, but <laughs> well, I mean, there's I don't, there's so many. Yeah. There's I mean, I haven't even seen a, a quarter of them, I think, or or maybe I'm close to that now. But I mean, there's just so many, and like I there's over a hundred. I feel like I've seen so many, so much of the world. I haven't seen all the world at all no. by any means, but like I've opened up most of the map, and I still feel like well they just must be really well hidden or something because there's so many that yeah. i haven't you know is there like fast travel or something you're talking yes. About how, yes there is how does there's that work easy fast travel you basically can warp to any shrine you've been to or any, any tower uh t- so the, the way the main way you open up the map is you climb these big towers that have appeared yeah. for some reason and like you get to the top and then you put your like iphone into the like the case and then oh. like it, you download a firmware update and like <laughs> basically like it, your google maps spreads out and um that, that's literally what's happening yeah. I mean, you basically have an iphone yeah which is why one of the things the dlc that i really want them to do is like let my thing become an mp3 player because like i don't mm. like the fact there's not a lot of music in the game yeah it's ambient and that's cool but like i would like just like you know, you just want to listen to the two music, hippity hoppity, you know, overworld right. music or whatever. Well, I, around. someone like, said, uh, I think a point that I think was really good that like the uh, there's no like overworld music and stuff like that for the most part because they want people to just do things at their own pace and like an overworld music. No, like, that's fine, but I mean, part I think part of doing things at my own pace is like if I feel like listening to music, I want the option. To that's true. Right. Like they should just plug it into the thing. But but anyway, by doing by climbing these towers and getting up there, you spread out the map, and so the towers are you can warp to, but you can also warp to any shrine you've been to after you've unlocked a few things you could get around pretty much anywhere pretty easily and mm. you don't even have to finish a shrine to be able to warp to it so as yeah. long as you've you just have to get opened there. it up on your map you can warp there um, I like how y- surprised he looks every time he teleports like you, yeah. you pick a place to go to and then like the he starts being beamed up in blue and like yeah. being split apart and he just like looks at like what the fuck is going on well it's because you're you're making him fast travel so he's yeah. like oh not this shit again it's like uh, it's like uh, uh, what's the show I get a stomachache every time um, uh, what's the show with uh, he like warps into oh, quantum, quantum leap quantum leap oh. it's like quantum leap I, I was thinking Watchmen yeah oh, okay well that's, that's true too I'm really impressed with like with what Nintendo's been doing with open worlds like they were really yeah. late to the game but like obviously you think if they're too big Things with that so far has been Xenoblade Chronicles X, yes. right? And Which this. is also a, an amazing open it's world. It's a great but open not world, not as good as this one, but it's it's also really fun to explore and pretty packed to the gills with stuff. Yeah, to they're do, also right. like totally different styles of things. Like even in Xenoblade X, if like you jump around a lot or fly around a lot, like you'll find something everywhere. And yep. we've been like, you know, you found a, an awesome view. Way to go, dude! Yeah, like it'll just like show up on your screen. And Zelda, like they're super thoughtful about their open world. Like everything is a puzzle. Like yeah. every tower, like we just mentioned, like every tower is its own kind of puzzle that you yep. have to conquer to get up to mm. the top. And really, everywhere you go, they've always thought about what kind of thing they want the player to do there. Mm. Which with mm. other games, it's just like this giant... Like, if you've ever played Morrowind, it's just like, look at all this nothing. Right, yeah, It's just right. amazing how much of it we have. Yeah. Yeah. So much nothing. <laughs> all the nothing. More nothing than anyone else. <laughs> right. But I think, um, you know, the developers of Xenoblade Chronicles X actually had a big part in yeah. the development yes. of this game. I Monolith actually worked on Skyward Sword as well. I mean, they've actually... They have, you know... They're definitely... Zelda's uh, team is definitely benefiting from the fact that Xenoblade Chronicles X exists. Yeah. Uh, which is really cool. Um, because and Xenoblade you know, had a great open world. It did. Well, the, the really cool thing about Xenoblade is, like, you explore the whole world on foot, and then, like, halfway through, you get a mech, and then all of a sudden, the world becomes, like, smaller, and you mm-hmm. can explore yeah. more of it. And, it, like, it's, like, almost like two open worlds. But, right. um It's like the Katamari effect. Yeah, but, but yeah, they're, they're really... I feel like they have made the most interesting open worlds of games I've ever played. Um, I so. it, yeah, I've seen a lot of GIFs of, like, weird physics that you kind of create. Like, I don't totally understand what's happening. There's a lot of menus involved, but it's like, I'll see someone like like a, a main you know Zelt link who like put a bomb down and you almost like, called him Zelt. I did I did and then he'll like put a box over it and like slow down time and the bomb will explode and he'll use that to like get launched into the yeah. sky like yeah. what, what is going on there can you guys 
So in this, in, in, in the very beginning of the game, uh, Link gets uh, several powers that he can use. These runes. These runes. Okay. Uh, one is, uh, it's called stasis. It freezes something in place. Yeah. And you can, while it's frozen, you can apply uh, uh, pressure, uh, basically. Pressure, well, uh, force to it. And then once the stasis gets lifted, the force like uh, immediately gets applied to the object and it goes flying in the direction that you hit it. I see. Do you use this a lot? Is this like you need to use you it You use to it advance? for puzzles and stuff. Yeah. yeah. You, there's, no, there's never, almost never a situation where you, there's only one way to do something. Mm. Um, so like there are things that are easier if you do it that way, but it's not always uh, the only way. Um, but like, yeah, people have been using stasis to kind of like fast travel by hitching themselves onto rocks yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and shooting themselves off of cliffs and stuff like that. And then just like there's a there's also a, a rune magnesis. A magnesis where you uh, you are able to lift metallic objects mm. um, and then place them and kind of use like them magnet, as weapons uh, and stuff like that. And and there's just a lot of because it's physics based. There's a lot of room to just play around, and uh, that's the stuff that I've seen. Uh, that's like most giftable, like that right. kind of stuff is just like people playing around. There's that uh, what's his name, Donkey Donkey Vid, the like the YouTube reviewer who just like makes really funny right, reviews. Right, yep. His Zelda review had a lot of like oh, the, yeah. the, really the physics antics, um, where like you know, just there you could really fuck with the buckoblins the little monsters in the world because mm. you know they're not stupid ai but um you know you can you can just do all sorts of fun stuff with them there's that, uh bombs as it was one of the other runes that you get yes. and like that's cool because now you essentially have unlimited bombs whereas before you always had to manage your bomb stock yeah. and like something really interesting this is this is not really a spoiler so like you get two types of bombs one of them is is a circular bomb so it, it'll roll and another is like a square. It's meant to be like placed and kind yeah. of stuck. I didn't know you could use both at once. Yes. Which is really awesome because oh, there. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yes. <laughs> so there are certain puzzles that like become. Well, you know, like, like JJ said, there's, there's multiple ways to do puzzles. So there's never like. Well, sometimes there's probably just one solution, but a lot of times right. there's multiple solutions. And like, I was having a hard time with a couple of puzzles. And then when I figured that out, that made it possible to do one more action, you know. Yeah. Uh, remotely, basically. And like, yeah. it just. Learning things like that about these items and these runes and how to play the game is super fun and fascinating. Yeah. And so that's another aspect of the game that I think a lot of people are really attracted to. And there was like a, a funny Photoshop of the, the, the box for the game where the title was replaced with like, Holy shit. Oh, I, I didn't, didn't know, know you that. Could do that. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. And uh, there's like a thread on gaff about it, but like, there's just all sorts of things and like the kind of same way that like you had it a lot in like a game like dark souls where just like, one example, and this is an, a really simple example that's not a spoiler, and I didn't know this, but uh, Haruki was like, hey, Daddy, did you know you could feed the horses carrots? And I'm like, what? You what that, what does that do? It makes them like you more. Ah, uh, okay. Because in the game, when you, when you get a horse, you have to kind of break it in and get it to like you. Uh, and to do that, you kind of like pet it as you're riding it and stuff like that. But it's much easier to just give it food. Yeah, there's a whole food system, like a cooking system, yes. too. And the, the, the cooking system could have been a little more user-friendly. It would be I nice to like. be able to do it in bulk instead of one at a time. Yeah, and it would have been nice if you could do it via menu instead of having to like literally select the items, drop yeah. them in, and cook them. And I, stuff. Feel like it really, I, like, I feel like there would have been a really simple answer if just like you're standing in front of a fire. <laughs> 
and there's a cook prompt. And then you select your items. Not right. like go into your menu, put shit in your yeah. hands. Select I guess they really want. wanted yeah. it to feel like you're doing everything in this game. That sounds um, like yeah. such a good Wii U second screen opportunity. Right. Grandma's oh been saying that a bunch. Like it's pretty obvious like a certain things in this game would yeah. have been easier to do or more interesting had you had access to a second but screen. But on the flip side, it also allows you to like say you got a fire without a pot. You can take items out of your inventory, hold them, and then drop them by the fire. And the fire will cook your ingredients for you. It won't make a, a dish, but like bake, you, 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 you can like bake an apple, apple into a baked apple. Right. Or, you can drop a mushroom and it'll cook the mushroom, that sort of thing. But like, of, yeah, the game is absolutely an incredible game, obviously. But like yeah. this, the only stuff that I would really think of as faults or stuff is like this would have been perfect if it was a Wii U exclusive. Because like there's stuff that just like this should have a second screen. Oh. Like switching weapons for me is one thing that I don't really enjoy doing because weapons have durability. If you use them too much, they break. And changing weapons is kind of, to me, a pain in the ass. Because mm-hmm. you have to like go down, you have to use the D-pad, hit right, and then like use the other analog stick to switch between weapons. Whereas if you're on a Wii U, second screen, you could just tap the weapon. Yeah. And like without ever pausing anything, you're still in the action. And so stuff like that, and obviously in a game with that big, I mean, having a, sure. a map always would be a great thing. Right. Yeah, I get that. I totally like, I think that's a totally valid complaint, yes. but it doesn't bother me that much. Like I've, I haven't had too much. Like what bothers me is when I have to... Uh, go to like one. So you can't change bows except from the subscreen, right? No, no. You have to. You can change bows if you have if you say, a bow equipped. If you have a bow with like open, like you're out, ah, you're trying to use it. I hadn't thought of that. Okay. You like tap the R button and then it'll okay. switch to bows. I'm at the point now where like my subscreen. This is the other thing. Like Link just has big ass pockets because I have like literally thousands of items at this point. Yeah. Because I, I, you know, you can make the finally all those amiibos paid off because you can basically scan your Zelda related amiibos once a day and get a bunch of You can scan shit. all of your amiibos, but just right. only but the Zelda, Zelda ones give you, you good stuff though. Yeah. Like um some of the best stuff in the game. And like but now I have so much stuff that when I go to the subscreen and I want to like scoot over to the weapons mm. it actually takes like five or six like page turns to get yeah. there. So all yeah. the items are like in one list or something? Or? Well it's just there's subsections. It's like it starts uh, off with weapons and then shields and this and that and then there's like food and my food thing is like four or five pages huge. long. It gets huge. Yeah. So much. I see. I think I've looked at a lot of screenshots of the game, but I've every one the the player character has a different weapon. What's up? What's up with weapons? There's like, tons why? and yeah, tons of weapons. Why are there so many? Is Everywhere like, you, you take go. enemy weapons, basically, because they how break you, after you use them like four times. Really? In the well, beginning. In the, in the beginning. Some of them have better durability. Some of them, yeah, it's yeah. it's more complicated than it seems too, because there's like rare drops and there's rare variations of weapons that have higher durability yeah. or like critical hit uh, in, uh, effect applied or yeah. So and you kind of learn how to like if you've got uh, weapons that have some sort of element abu- imbued into them like mm-hmm. you don't have fire sword yeah. yeah you don't have to like a thunder sword you know yeah. you know attack every single attack with that weapon like if you've got a nice one you save them just hit it once and then switch over to your fire, hit it once, and it does tons of sure, damage. Yeah. Can you repair ones that you like? I think eventually you can, but they're very they're apparently very expensive. Don't know anything but about that. They're all over the place. It's mm. so and, and you know, it's kind of funny because we had this discussion with Neo and John, you were very much uh, against uh. them removing the durability. And my issue with Neo was that because of the randomness, there is a really best weapon because they all have those like effects and stuff like that and you want the one that gives you the best stat boots ba- stat boosts mm. love stat in, boots um, <laughs> give me them stat boots um, but in Zelda there is no such thing they're just it's just everything's throwaway. everything you shouldn't but certainly some weapons are stronger than others some are stronger than others but definitely you, but even those are going to break and so what you end up like what you end up doing is you keep the really good ones like your best one you maybe put it aside yeah. like in your inventory for like mm. when you really need it but like right. you'll go through like anything less than that pretty regularly you in don't fact, 
Yeah, okay. I was going to say to the point now where sometimes I just throw perfectly good weapons away because I don't have room for them just to get other ones that I'm more interested in trying out. Or yeah. is, is like, there, are you doing a lot of management where you're like, okay, well, I've got 30 weapons and I need to get rid of two so that I can... Man, I wish I could hold 30 weapons. You can hold like six goddamn weapons. Well, you, if you, you get Korok seeds, yeah, you, you can yeah, expand. Yeah, yeah, I met that guy finally because I wasn't doing anything with the story, so I didn't go find ahead, him for a long time. So you sound a little frustrated. What what is the? Oh, just like because at the beginning, I think you can only have five, yeah, or six yeah. maybe, yeah. And then before you meet a guy, you can trade in items to increase your item slots uh, and stuff. But until then, like you only have a few slots, and there's just like all this shit around the world, and you want to pick up all of it. Right. But of whenever you find a new one, you gotta be like, okay, I guess I'll throw away this shitty ass spear and pick up this thing. Yeah. Really super minor game design thing that I think is really awesome is like if you go up to something you've never seen before, it's got question marks on it, right? And if you try to pick it up it registers the item as like having been seen even yes. if you can't carry it so yes, like you drop that. it back down but now you know what it is I like love it. I love that's it. awesome because yeah. you don't have to like now throw something else out and grab it just to be able to like put it in your you know right. your... oh i see so it's 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 not like on the map you can but you can just like use the menu to still pick it up after you no, know i mean you'll walk up and pick it up and then it'll say your inventory's full and you'll drop it back down but just the fact of the act of picking it up and dropping it makes you now know what it is and now it's no longer oh, got question marks see, on it it's a nice it's a really minor thing but it's, it's especially it's nice if you if it's a weapon that's like way weaker than what you have equipped and, and you didn't want it anyways, but you. It'll, it'll also it tell you it has. It'll have like an arrow, like up, down, or right, like <laughs> so saying just how like strong just it is. Trash and you just yeah. drop it. Yeah, okay. I mean, and like no weapon is completely trash because you can always throw them, and That's throwing throw does weapons. a lot of damage. And like you really just uh, the the nice thing about it, and this is the difference between Neo and Zelda, is that you never feel married to anything that you have in your equipment. Uh, and Neo, you really wanted to keep the one thing that was really good, so that's why you buy all the repair items and all uh, that stuff. Right, that's true. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and and in this game, it's just like, well, you know what? I'm gonna find another one. I'm gonna find something better. I just whatever you have at your disposal, I'm gonna use it, and I'll find something else. Do you find yourself like avoiding enemies that you know are gonna drop like I do less good weapons? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there's no like past a certain point, those like little red bacoblins, you don't really need to fight them unless they get in your way. Or, like, you just yeah. feel like killing them. Most enemies I will still fight, though, because they'll have other drops that are, you know, you can yeah. use in... like, in, if you uh, need arrows or... Yeah. Also, like, if it's, if it's a camp, like, they usually have, like, set areas throughout the world where mm. they just chill. And mm. if you've never raided that camp before, usually there's, like, a treasure chest that's yeah. only open after you kill all of them. So, I mean, if you do that, then there is still something waiting for you. Yeah. But, yeah, usually if it's just, like, enemies, I'm just like, eh, nah. Yeah. Yeah. So I have like a few things about the game that I'm not like super hot on. Like, and this is getting super nitpicky level, but I don't want to complain about them yet because I haven't finished the game and I don't know. I feel like I have no idea what there could be tons of stuff about the game I have no idea about. But like, I, it's going to be hard to go back and play older Zelda games, I think, at this point. Yeah. Because like the desire to climb anything, because you can climb literally anything in the world. Um, If it's raining, it's harder, but like, the rain is annoying. You can, if get, you have enough stamina. Get that stamina. And I'm really glad, so that was another, like, playground tip I got or whatever, where someone was like, no, actually, don't put all your, uh, um, what is it? Conqueror's Marks? Shrines? I don't know. I, I only know it in Japanese, <laughs> but it's like Conqueror's Marks. It's like, yeah, wi- I think they're Wisdom Spheres. I forget what they call, whatever they're called, but, like, don't put them all into hearts, put them into stamina, stamina because yeah. the more stamina you build up, Just you, the more you shit. can yeah. climb and do stuff and, uh. like... That was the best tip I got because ever since then I stopped. I have six hearts and I've had six hearts for a long time, but I yeah. keep upping my stamina wheel and I'm able to do more and more and more. I still have three hearts. You'll need you're you're like, only you're crazy stamina. You're gonna, you're, you're gonna eventually need the hearts. Uh, no, I can't. Yeah, I'm I get gonna, one shot by everything. And I no, I mean, uh, you're gonna need the hearts. Don't say, for don't say, there's a reason why you're gonna need them and you're say, gonna need the hearts. Say, just, so just, I'm gonna I'm gonna give myself more hearts, but like I uh, for now. 
I'm really excited to just like add to stamina and like run around and climb stuff. But climbing is great and like gliding off of mountains to get to places you couldn't get to before. Exhilarating. It's great. Yeah, man. It's so fun. And like I feel like I still I again my like thing is like I still haven't finished Twilight Princess. Someday I'm gonna go back and finish it. But like now it's gonna be really hard to play because yeah, I just wanna right. climb everything and glide everything. It's like <laughs> that's a two D I mean that's a three D Zelda game problem. Because, I mean, like, if you could go back to Link to the Past and be like, yo, this game's still dope. I don't want to climb anything. The view is different. Like, if you're in a 3D game, like, I mean, I could play Ocarina of Time now and be like, why can't I actually jump? Right. Why can't right. I actually, like, do anything in this 3D world? I'm playing, like, a 2D game behind the camera. Sure. Like, it's not... Mm-hmm. I think if you were to go back to, like, an older, older game, I think you wouldn't have too much of a problem. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think it changed the bar definitely for 3D Zeldas. Because it's going to be tough to go back to, like, a... I mean, it's a total paradigm shift. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. I I want them to just, I don't know what they're going to do. Like, whether they, like, next they take an old game and just remake it in this engine, which would be really smart, I think. Or, because, like, when you you spend this much time on an engine like this, you got to do more with it than just one game. And I know they're going to DLC. And I I can't wait for the DLC now. I don't care what it is. I just want it. Give me a shirt, man. Give me a Switch shirt. When they announced that, I was like, oh, I'm not going to buy the DLC. I don't want to see the I bought it already. I was like... Dude, I want that now. Give (laughs) it to me. Like, I am down for whatever the fuck. I love that we're excited for new story content, even though none of us are playing the story. (laughs) No, I know. I just... I can't wait to do more or, like... And, like... And and I hope the other thing that they do is remake an older game using this engine. Even, Even the... I was telling somebody online, I know it would be a really short experience, but I would still love to play Zelda 1. Like, like... You know, square meter by square meter recreated in this engine, so I could literally just explore that world as it was. Like, it doesn't have to be huge, but I just want to like find those dungeons and go mm-hmm. in them and explore them in 3D. I want to like climb up to Death Mountain and like you know in 3D. Like, I just want to yeah. like in this engine play the old games. Like, ugh, I would just never play anything else. I think. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's. Uh, we could talk about it forever. You know, I remember back in the episode when we talked about Super Nintendo games and the launch games always, like, for the launch games for the Super Nintendo felt like they were the sequels to the games that never existed. Yeah, That's what this game feels like. It feels like we're playing, like, the third version of this game, and it's like all the amazing things that they developed through the sequels, we're just, like, getting it, like, for the first time. Mm. And it just feels like, you know, a lot of games recently have uh you know with long dev cycles i'm not naming any games but there are games that roy is really passionate about uh, <laughs> with five guys in a car uh four guys. four guys in a car i'm sorry and uh they feel like they were rushed in you know even though they had 10 year dev cycles it felt like it only took them a year and a half to two years to make it this game just i mean it feels it's too much every thought. every, every minute of thought. the dev cycle you are getting it and it's great Yep. And like it's a game that delivers on every single aspect. And one thing uh, people should do if they haven't yet is so there's a YouTube series out, right? Three sort of uh, making of videos Nintendo put out, really interesting. Yes. There's also the GDC talk. I don't know if that's is that accessible. The I think Zelda it is. Talk? I think it's on yeah, YouTube it for the time yeah. being. So yeah. they, you know, they had a. We didn't really get to talk much about GDC, and I don't know if we're gonna have a lot of time for it. But like, you know, there was a Zelda talk at GDC. Yeah. That was pretty amazing to watch, and the the most for me the most interesting thing that came out of it was that. They prototyped this game using the Zelda One engine, like in two right? D. I mean, it's, it was it was literally three D, but I mean, it looked yeah. like two D. Yeah. But like what they did, they did it to test the physics. They actually used the same physics engine that in in there to sort of like test the idea of like, for example, throwing a log in a river, what will happen? And like, and they, right. they actually show like a dark nut like crossing the the river like on his own. Like they basically, or or like lighting a bunch of trees on fire and then seeing what happens. They basically like use the original Zelda One engine. To prototype this, and that to me is like amazing. Like that's such a cool yeah. thing. You got to see it too. It looks so good. Is that um, Zelda Maker? No? What do you think? I think it should be. If it's not, yeah, I, I actually <laughs> really do think like 
you know, the next thing to do is let us make like 2D Zelda games. Definitely. That would be so awesome. So oh my god. Have a link to the past tile set? Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Yes, I feel like I, I could talk about Zelda forever. I think we Literally. probably could cut it off. You know, Mark's going to want to talk about it when he gets back. So next yes. episode, we'll talk some more. Maybe we could talk a little bit about the story by then. I don't know. Yeah. But um, I've been consistently playing it for like two, three hours a day. Yeah. And we're coming up on a three-day weekend here in Japan, and it's going to be like yep. Zelda City, man. That's all I'm doing. I'm just going to be playing it all weekend. I can't wait. Yeah. I think I think you guys are probably more into Zelda than I am. So, I mean, when we did the Neo talk, like you asked me like where I would put it, like com- comparing it to Dark Souls and stuff, like yeah. in your own Zelda hierarchy. I know mm-hmm. that you're still like in the honeymoon phase probably, but sure. like, what, do you, what do you think about this overall? Like, um, I'm not ready to call this number one yet because, because... I mean, I think there's a number of areas where it, it obviously is number one but like um i think that the there's aspects of zelda like i thought about this a bit because like parts of it are a little disappointing to me like like it is a spiritual sort of recreate recreation of zelda one it's like a re sort of like taking zelda one's spirit and 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 bringing it back but it's like at the same time it doesn't really uh i don't know I, i still feel more kind of joy of exploring Zelda once over okay. world. Like, yeah, yeah. because, but I think part of that is like, I was like 12 years old when sure, I first went sure. there and like, you know, I kind of, it just sort of brought that sort of, um, special feeling or whatever like that. That's not in this one yeah. yet for me. Huh? So I don't know where it's going to fall, but it's definitely better. It's much, much better than Twilight Princess. It's much, much better than Ocarina of Time. It's me, think, much, much better than Majora's Mask, but Majora's Mask is cool because of its own special yeah, yeah, it's elements. Yeah, a different kind of thing, yeah. Um, mm. Wind Waker is also very special to me because of the art style and sort of it's, it does what it tries to do really well. Yeah. But, like, to me, this is, like, the next in the Ocarina Twilight line, you know what I mean? And it destroys those two games, like, utterly just kills them in every yeah. sense. I think it's easily the best since 1 and 2. Ooh. Um, and... I mean, I I guess I'm with John in saying that I'm not ready to call it number one yet, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be number one. Not as long as Link to the Past exists. <laughs> but, like, for you, I mean, since, like, this is the only real, sorry to all the other games, it's the only game on Switch so far, like, does it justify it for you? Uh, Yeah. Justify the Switch? The, the, yeah, buying the Switch, you know, right now as opposed to I don't, at the end of the year. No. Well, I... I well, that's a I bad mean, question for me. I buy everything pretty much yeah, right sure. away. But, I mean, I already know, I already know, like three or four other games this year that I absolutely want on day one like Mario Kart I really want to play yeah, yeah, yeah. Arms Mario I really want to play but like for people Splatoon, on the fence, play. it's like if you're trying to you know somebody's oh, thinking about buying a Switch but it's like you know Zelda is the only thing on it for like I don't I don't summer. think I don't think you can be on the you can't call yourself a gamer and be on the fence about a Nintendo system there are going to be like at Eventually, least a yeah. dozen like quadruple A experiences th- on that system like, I think you're gonna I think it's worth buying the system for and if anybody buys it and Zelda and regrets it, then they're crazy. Okay, well, strong words. Yeah, like it's worth it. $300, I would pay that. It's an amazing game that's pretty much taken over my life. Yeah, I think about it when I'm not playing it, which is awesome. I love that yeah. feeling because that's pretty rare where I'm like, oh, I just can't wait to go home and play Zelda, basically. Yeah. Every day, I like, I, I, like around noon, I basically like whip out the amiibos and drop, <laughs> drop them in because you can do only do it once drop a day. Drop the boys. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, we're done. We're done. Back, Sarah. Um, but so, and, and just to like the quickly round it off, we got one more. Uh, Sarah's got a game she played. Uh, we we'll let her talk a little bit. And, oh uh, yeah, we'll let her talk. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I mean, like, I guess she can talk about her game. Yes. So, but bef- <laughs> before that, quickly. Uh, before that, Zelda's really good. Yeah. And everyone should play it. No, but is there any other Switch games that you're playing briefly that you want to talk about? No, that's we, Shark though. Okay, we can talk about Snipper Clips and like Blaster Master maybe next episode. Are you yeah. talking about it now? No, no. I don't really have much to say about it. I want to hear about what you played. No one told Roy why I was in the hallway. Well, oh, yes. I, I, got, I got a text. I, I like, was, was like, "Where are you?" I was like Morse coding Roy, and he had no idea. Hey, well, because I was in the bathroom when you went into the hallway. Uh, okay. And well, then, then he comes out, and he has like a tissue shoved up I half got, of his nose. I got a nosebleed. You, really? Yeah. yeah and he looks at me, and I'm like, "I'm like, oh. so why are you out here? Are you avoiding spoilers?" And he's like, "No, no, I, I have a nosebleed." Roy was so sweet. Like he, JJ was like, "Go get Sarah." And he went over to your desk like you were working <laughs> or something. I you, yeah. Like, oh, Sarah, back to work. Oh God. Okay. So, but Sarah, you've been playing and i keep getting i like i think of not, the the musical into hard. the woods no but it's not into the woods it's a night in the woods it's night in the woods a night in the woods oh nice this right? is, i have that woods. but i haven't played it yet this was a kickstarter it's a pc game and ps4 it's mm-hmm. like a point and clickish adventure it's it's one of those games where it kind of comes out of nowhere yeah. and all of a sudden everyone's playing it yeah i put it on the same level of like undertale mm. where it wasn't on my radar yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's not, I, I only see Night in the Woods. Yeah. So, Night in the Woods is... A game about millennials. A game about... I didn't want to say it, Graham. I didn't. I was thinking about yeah. it, and I know how our audience feels about millennials. Yeah. Sad. But it is a game about millennials. Right. You, you play May Borowski. May Borowski. May Borowski, the black kitty. Does this take place in the Midwest? I, I don't. It doesn't really say where it takes place. Okay. Well, it's supposed and to be it, like a mining town or something. It takes right? place Next. in. Um. It's basically May comes back from college. She drops out. She doesn't like it anymore. She's twenty. Yeah. So she comes Studies home. Hard, she decides like college isn't for her and it's a waste of time. So she comes back mm. home at age twenty. Entitled as shit. And yeah, she's basically <laughs> like she's a self declared like I'm an asshole kind of millennial. Yeah. But she comes back home to her hometown, which is a really tiny mining town. Called Possum Springs. Okay. Uh-huh. And it used to be kind of like one of those big, booming, industrial American towns. But then once, you know, America moved away from industry. It's not in America. Sounds I like mean, Twin Peaks. Yeah. yeah and mm. basically, she lives in like this really old, rundown mining town. Mm. And she sees all these things happening. Like, the mines, you know, don't work anymore. There was a huge strike. And it's a mix of like a coming-of-age story, as long as... As well as like kind of like a, a millennial story, mm. and like I was kind of confused because I when I downloaded it off Steam, like Steam, I saw that it was marked as horror, and I was like, this isn't a horror game. It's like an economic I, horror. I played through like you know eight hours of it, yeah. and you kind of just you know go around your town, you know you talk to your friends. The dialogue is really good. Mm. That's don't play it for like gameplay. Play it just to experience the dialogue. Yeah, and you get out what you put into it. But there is some interesting gameplay elements in that it is like a crew, like it's almost like a choose your own adventure slash like Mad Libs style where sure, I mean, no path through the game is the same that you make. Yeah. But like neither choice is right or wrong. Right. Huh. It's just kind of like how you want to react to the situation yeah. as you Life, play May. It doesn't make it obvious like, oh yes, this is the one this they want the right me to one. pick. This is the one you should pick. Yeah. I mean, some of them it's like you know, do I want to be an asshole or not? Or yeah. how do I want to portray myself? But it was marked as horror. And in the beginning, you do kind of like a Mad Libs, choose your own adventure. Right. Where you pick 
like locations in the game that don't really seem to make sense to you until you start playing it, and they doesn't really come into play till you're really deep into the story. Right. It asks you questions like, or does or is it ask you questions or does it like have like a like a, a paragraph where you have to fill in the blanks? Well, I mean, it's it's the beginning of the game, but that's like kind of an important part of it, right? I mean, right. I, I didn't know until I was like fucking. Well, 10 yeah. Hours in. So when you told me about this, I was just like, oh, it's another fucking uh, point and click adventure. I played a you million know who made of those, it, right? Like you, this is Alec, Alec, the guy who made Aquaria. Oh, okay. Is, he's one of the dudes who okay. made it. Yeah, this is like a big deal. Like, this was a big deal on Kickstarter, like, I don't know, maybe two years ago or something. That's yeah. why I backed it. And then I, I forgot about it. Like, but I, 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 didn't, I didn't think it had all this extra kind of stuff to it. And, like, it, you know, whatever. Isn't there, me. like, a game hidden in the game made by the Cannibal guy, yeah. I think? Like, there's, like, a whole... Like, it's, not, it's not really hidden. It's, like, on your laptop. Okay. So you go back and you can kind of play, like, play a little top runner? down. That's amazing. By the Cannibal guy, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's super cool. Um, but like it's almost like the beginning of like uh, uh, like Ogre Battle or, or Final Fantasy Tactics, where like they ask you questions that kind of set the table uh, for the game. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, well, it's like three questions. Yeah. Well, I don't want to be that guy, but in Ogre Battle, that only determines your starting stats. <laughs> <laughs> you are being that guy. More, more or less the same thing. Um, but it, it's kind of cool, and like you know, apparently there's a whole bunch of different branching paths and stuff like that. I don't know, I've only played one. You uh, got you got a kind of bad ending. I didn't. I mean, I I don't didn't, don't say what I didn't you think got. It was but. a bad ending. Well, but until you see all the endings, maybe they're all bad. I mean, you know, could be. I mean, like none of them are like bad per se, like it ended mm-hmm. on a good note, but this was I mean, like to me, I hit a point in the game where I was more scared than I was when I fucking played Resident Evil. Mm. Like really? it was scarier to me like this like, game. So it is a horror actually, game this, somehow. It is. Like it literally it went from 0 to fucking 60. Wow. And the thing is, it's, it's like a 2D side-scroller. and it's, I'm really excited to play it. I have yeah. it on my PS4. You don't think it would be scary, but it, it's not like jump-scare scary. It's more of like, now I'm having an existential crisis yeah, at 1am. Right. Like if it's from Lynn, it's mm-hmm. going to be like, oh, I'll never be able to the buy game, a house. The yeah. game, the game, <laughs> well, that's like, just reality. It will haunt you. Yeah. This okay. game haunts you. Like you play it. And Student loans. Uh. I mean, like that's what happens. Like May grows up, and all of her friends are suffering from you know things that your friends suffer from, and it yeah. it doesn't shy away from certain topics. Yeah. And it really kind of like forces you to confront things that you've like never really wanted to confront mm, right. in your life. I yeah. bet that for you, Sarah, mm-hmm. who you're like in your early twenties, mm-hmm. like it probably actually hits home. It was. Really, it's like squarely aimed. It was for, really scary for you, yeah, <laughs> which is good. I mean, that's interesting. I mean, I, I'm not saying it would be mm-hmm. different. It's probably a little different for me, mm-hmm. but like, like, I think probably it's nice that games like this are coming out that are targeting that demographic mm-hmm. instead yeah. of like you know kids or adults. Like, it's squarely going for like people in their probably like mm-hmm. you know kind of getting out of college and, and getting ready to go into the real world mm-hmm. and do this and that and the other thing. Like, that's kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I feel like, you know, this game will appeal to anyone who's ever been in their 20s. Yeah, it's right. Like, it it's still covers the sure. same, like, yeah. themes of, like, growing up. Everybody experiences that state of change. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, like, Where you take off, like, the rose-colored glasses the, and, like, the, realize. The quarter-life uh, Yeah, crisis. the quarter-life crisis is, I guess, how I would, yeah. what I would say. I had a dream last... It <laughs> this is more of a midlife thing, but I had a dream last night where, like, a friend of mine... I won't say who it was because it doesn't really matter, but, like, he, he was in my dream... He was 50. He's not 50 yet. He's, like, maybe 40. Yeah. But, like, he's, like, I'm 50. And, like, in my dream, I was, like, horrified at the idea of being 50. I was, oh, like, oh, you're, you're scaring only, me right you've now. You've only got, like, 30 years left or something, I was thinking. And, I was, and that's not, like, a – that's not – I mean, it's a stupid way to look at it. But, like, yeah. somehow this really impacted me that I, like – this is – this image of that dream has been burned in my head ever since. And, like, When now, you woke like, up the next morning, did you go to a Ferrari dealership? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not I'm, – I'm, Did you get I a thought motorcycle? About this. I'm, you know – I understand midlife crisis happen yeah. to people, and like I, 
I'm not saying it would never happen to me, but like I definitely I don't feel my age at all. Like mm. I'm pretty I feel pretty way under my age. Mm. I don't for me my midlife price is gonna probably come at like seventy five or something like that. Yeah. I had like the same dream. Because like I mean since <laughs> since, <laughs> okay, Graham, okay. since since Project V started, like I obviously like I shower every day and look at myself in the mirror. Like I've visibly grayed since Project V started. I don't see it. I've Bring got a lot of grays like around Bring here, like my forehead. Here. Which so, like, one's I Project V? It's Project V. We can't say what it actually okay. is. <laughs> but like, I had a dream recently where I just looked in the mirror and I like I was super gray, and I was like, I always thought that would never really bother me because everybody in my family grays really early. But like, actually seeing it in a dream, I was like, holy shit, <laughs> everything is over. I would prefer gray over bald. Yeah, no offense, John, I but yeah, I'm not bald. <laughs> I'm just, like, I, I, I am. I've chosen to shave my head. I see. Uh, but, um, but I'm also gray. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, so lucky. Anyways, uh, so you're, you you've been you've been challenging me. You're like, this is the game of the year, not Zelda. I really, I, mean, I really want to play it. I mean, uh, it's I'm not near, actually. It comes from like a really bitter place yeah. because I haven't played Zelda yet. But I think my game of the years are always indie games like Stardew sure. Valley, yeah. and Undertale. Those game are always near, near my Adamata, like. Near Adamata. It's not, it's not going to be near. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I, well, near is on. So, Night in the Woods is on my list. Like, I, I downloaded it to my PS4. I'm, I'm ready for it. But, like, <laughs> everything has been frozen in time mm-hmm. until Zelda's done. And I don't know when mm-hmm. Zelda's going to be done. Stasis. But, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, everything in stasis. Near, Neo, uh, Yakuza 0, uh, Gravity Rush 2. I have all these games sitting in a stack in front of my TV. Give up, dude. No, I mean, like, like, have you seen all the games in this office? Yeah. I know, I know. Like, on your list, like in packages no I know but I, I I will get to some of them like actually I legitimately am going to play all the way through Nier like I really I mean not yeah. we worked on it and it's important to us but I, I actually really love that game and I'm super interested to see how it turned out because like when we worked on it it wasn't done um, I really want to play that it turned out so good you guys well that's <laughs> so, like so good you guys I'm really happy at the fan response like we've gotten mm-hmm. a lot of messages and mails and tweets yeah. and this and the other from people who just like absolutely adored the game and I'm so happy because I, you guys know but I'm always terrified when I work on a project where I'm overseeing voice recording because you can't tell how it's even if you think it might be going good you really can't tell until it's mm-hmm. out and other people have seen it because either you're too close to it or it's not even made yet and you have no idea yeah. I'm just so relieved that people are really into it um but the game itself actually looks awesome. Like I really want to play it. Um, so that is probably the next thing I'm going to do after Zelda. But I also want to play Night in the Woods. Mm-hmm. Yakuza Zero is amazing. I want to finish it. Mm. I will eventually play Neo. Resident Evil Seven. I still haven't really played that much, and I really want to, especially yeah. after yeah. seeing the GDC speech. We should just do a sleepover at Mark's. We should. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, okay. So is that is that the first? Uh, yeah, Night so in the Woods. Night in the Woods is really. It's only like twenty dollars, I think, on Steam. Yeah, and it it's only on took PS4 me. Too. It only took me about ten hours to get through the main story. What millennial can afford twenty dollars? I can. Me, no, God, Damn. no. I can't afford a fucking switch, but I'll fucking pay twenty dollars for this game. You can, yeah. you can buy Night in the Woods or Healthcare. Night in the Woods. <laughs> yeah, All right. Worth it. Glowing endorsement. <laughs> Worth it. And, and definitely play it because the game is like mostly story driven, and it's kind of it didn't you know it doesn't ask too much of me except yeah. to experience it. Right. And so like you know multiple endings too. Multiple right? endings. So it's not like twenty dollars for one. Yeah. Shot. I mean, yeah. I fucking I'm so mad. I'm kicking myself. Like I missed some stuff, and mm. I know I did. And I'm like, I just went gung ho for the main story, and I'm like, I didn't hang out with Greg enough. I didn't fuck. Damn it! Sorry, I didn't Greg. realize this place yeah, unlocked. Greg. So I have to go back and play again. Yeah, Greg sucks. Don't so worry, I Greg. Wanna, no, I'll, Greg rules. I want to. You don't I play that. Graham. Greg, is Greg anyone else? Is anyone else playing anything, or are we pretty much ready to roll into yeah, news? Let's just yeah, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll yeah, have, we, yeah, we get a little bit of news to talk about. Not a lot. Um, you just we'll, we'll, no, we, I want to take a break and then we'll come back and do the news. But um, we'll definitely talk more about Zelda next time. Um, I'm sure Mark is eager to 
talk about it. Although he he's more spoiler he sensitive a, than us. He hasn't us. said a damn thing about anything. I know that he's been playing it. I don't know how much he's been playing it. Hopefully more than us because he's had he had a week in the Bahamas. He posted a picture on Twitter Doubt which was it. very unmarked. Doubt it. Yeah, it was very unmarked where he like posted it next to like a don't even it's a Bloody Mary. Ah, uh, the a beach. Bloody road. Mary. A Bloody Mary. I'm I'm at the airport with my switch. I'm a Bloody Mary. I'm Mark. I have so much money. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah, it was looking like a true millennial. Yeah, uh, but needless to say, I'm sure he's probably enjoying it. Yeah, I can't wait to hear because I mean he's also been an old school, long time. Zelda It'd be fan, funny so. if he came in and was like, "I fucking hate this." Game. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, "It wasn't in VR." Let's it wasn't as good as Resident Evil. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back with some. Welcome back for the news, Roy. Da, 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 the news. That was good. <laughs> that was good. I tried to not think and just like, like come. Yeah, man. I wish. I could see like the panic in his eyes. Yeah. Just went. I've never oh, seen was, Roy so scared. I, I was hoping that it was. I thought it was gonna be Graham because Graham was well, whatever. Yeah, like, I, I can't control on. this magnificent. It just comes yeah. out it, automatically. It, it can't be someone who's thought about it in advance. Um, <laughs> you should have tipped me off, Roy. Yeah, sorry, That's why. sorry, Graham. Uh, so let's uh, start out with some, you know, some uh, Switch sales numbers. Oh, are those out? I haven't even. Uh, yeah, they um, apparently beat every launch sales record for any Nintendo system in the Americas in history. Really? Including the Wii. Well, okay, so I'm going to call BS on that because okay. when the Wii came out, they shipped like 14 of them. So, it, uh, so it's like, it's, uh, you're not really comparing anything. But it was like, I mean, it was a huge seller released during Christmas. So right? we'll give us some numbers. What's, what's the deal? Uh, six hundred thousand units in six days in the U.S. Oh, uh, hold on, or North America, I guess. Uh, there's more numbers on this one. There's more numbers on this one. Uh, okay, specific. Yes, yeah, so specific <laughs> breakdown has sales reaching five hundred thousand in the United States, uh, and then uh, in Japan, Nintendo sold three hundred sixty thousand switches. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in total, one point five million consoles sold. Total worldwide, you mean? Yeah, international sales. Uh, and what was the Wii? The Wii wasn't that much. Let's see. Uh, it looks like the metrics for your success, right? Like I think I was just saying within that time frame. For context, yeah. the Wii sold six hundred thousand units over a six-day period in the Americas. So um, basically the same. So yeah, <laughs> it's basically the same. It's not that big of a deal, but it's selling well. That's the definitely yeah the general gist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first week's always going to sell well, right? I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a downer. Not I'm sure not, I'm, not true. Why? Not true. The Wii U, I don't think sold well at all. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I don't remember. So we don't have numbers for that. I yeah. just, I think like Nintendo fans are gonna buy, you know, any system with Zelda, no matter what. So like, it's kind of we gotta wait like three months and really see. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good, it's a good strong start. Um, it shows that people are actually willing to. The price point isn't that big of a barrier. Still impossible to find, like everywhere, unless you're out in Saitama, you can find some places. Really? Yeah. 
They don't. Amazon is like all third-party resellers here, and no one's able to find it in the U.S. Talked to a couple people last night who were like, they want one, but they just can't find it anywhere. Come on down to Saitama. Fujimi knows. Uh, you should Lala stock up and sell them, man. You can make some make some profit there. Don't do that. I'm looking forward to sales like keep up. You know, because there's nothing really huge coming. I mean, in Japan, like Splatoon will be coming out. There's that should be. Well, yeah, another, there's Mario Kart, and then uh, Arms is going to be. I don't know how much that's not really Mario gonna, Kart like, or Arms move switches be. though. We'll see. Mario yeah. Kart probably will sell Arms some switches. Won't. I see Splatoon. Uh, like, I better buy a there. Switch. I gotta play Arms. I heard Arms yeah. is really good. It it's is. really good. It's fun. But it's good in a way that once you switch, is good. Whereas, right. like, no. you're like, look at my if switch. If you have it, I'll no. try it, but I'm not yeah, going right? to. Yeah, Well, it's not competitive. It's not a. It's you don't have to do the motion controls in Arms. So well, it's gonna be the, the next esports. Isn't that the whole point What's though? No, point? it's not the point. It's a fighting game. So you're saying yeah, it's gonna be esports? It, it ha- it ha- well, yeah. That's are what you, they're. Are that's you, what, are you gonna go pro? I mean, <laughs> grandma. If the game is good, Graham, no, I, I would. I would go watch. But I think it's arms. it's like after Splatoon. Like I think it's a natural progression. They yeah. Try to capture that same audience with a different game. It is very so, much mm-hmm. like in the same vein. Yeah. Huh. Um. So we'll see how it does. Uh. They are actually releasing games pretty regularly here. So I'm I'm uh, pretty. It's excited. like one a month. Yeah. You yeah. got a couple more package games in Japan that they didn't get in the West. Like you can get Setsuna here, and yes. you can get Disgaea in yes. a box. Um, uh, but you can cool. also buy Disgaea off the Japanese store, and it's in English, right? Yeah. Wait, is that not out in the U.S. on digital? I don't think so. Oh. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, that's probably wrong. Uh, <laughs> there was a game jam last week. Whoa! Yeah, about political resistance. <laughs> what? Uh, called uh, Resist Jams. There was 220 games made. That's one of nice. which by our very own Roy uh, Blakely that's- and his friends. We mentioned it at the top of the show, but I'm just going to mention it again because we want to give Roy some some. Publicity to live for. Something to live for. <laughs> um, it was featured in this uh, Kotaku article. Um, it's called Rootless. Uh, it focuses on nonviolent solutions as you wander around trying to find snacks for your sentient plant companion. See, I don't think they did your game justice well, when they wrote that description. I mean, at least they, they, they did write it, you know. at least. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. They got the name right. Roy, did you play any other games from this jam? No, you know, I was so exhausted after I finished it. Like, just, I didn't want to spend any more time at my computer. How long did it take you guys to make top to bottom yeah uh well we had been planning it for like a couple weeks before the jam officially started Mm -hmm. um so all in all probably like three weeks but like a week of actually like putting it all together Mm -hmm. right and you didn't sleep this whole three Mm -hmm. weeks well no i i slept probably more than sarah (laughs) did right but uh yeah it was it was it was intense games are a lot of work yeah they are be nice to people that make games yeah (laughs) for real and yeah it's free to play on itch itch.io itch.io um rootless go check it out don't worry about the other ones just play the rootless (laughs) um so in uh, old people news uh there was an unreleased uh uh, the the sequel to primal rage primal rage 2 uh can now be played by everyone (laughs) really the unreleased primal rage 2 it looks hilarious and not in a like, oh, it's intentionally funny kind of way. Like the character designs are, like, you, they discovered it in the bottom of the rare's basement or something like that. It's just uh, like a weird claymation, muscle dudes. Who released it or where did it come from or whatever? Uh, well, it's there in the article if you want to look. There's a build available out. and playable via an emulator. A dump which hadn't previously worked properly is now available. Huh? I remember when this was announced and like. I don't know. It just sort of disappeared. Yeah. yeah. Primal Rage One was like Omega terrible. It was really bad. It was, but it was popular for a it little was, while because yeah, like cause people were like, "Oh, dinosaurs!" It, and, blood also yeah, it caught it caught just the tail 
end of the Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat thing, yep, yep, and yep. then this just came too late, and I think it was over by then, and that's probably sure. why it got canceled. Thank God. Uh, there are some bugs in this this release um, because it's unfinished, obviously. Um, uh, but the characters are animated and the fighting works. Um, works in quotation marks. Works. I mean, yeah, it's it's a terrible. Ga- it's probably a terrible game, but um, check it out. It's like a interesting piece of gaming history. Yeah. Um, also, in gaming history news: Capcom is releasing a bundle. Of Ooh. Disney afternoon NES games. That's so cool. This is awesome. Yeah, it's so great. I was like, okay, well, I, yeah, it's it's virtual console, but then I saw what they like added mm-hmm. to it, and I think it's really cool because they okay. um, they added uh, boss rushes, time attack modes, and then a rewind feature. So if you uh, die, you can rewind. Oh. Not like not like a save state, but like a yeah. literal rewind, like a, a kids mode. So oh, so it's like a VHS tape. Yeah, like a VHS type. Okay, yeah. See, this that's a, like that's a latest, better way to put yeah, it, Graham. This is the latest li- in the line that did the Mega Man Legacy Collection, right? Like that is right. Like sort of Capcom um, remaster. So it's like the original. It's not like that sort of so-so way forward DuckTales thing where they like no, remade it. No, these, like the ori- these are the original games. That's um, awesome. I never finished all of the originals, so like this is actually a, a convenient reason to go back and actually play the ones I missed. I finished everything on that list except for Tailspin, which I'd never played. There's a There's like, a... Turbo Graphics version of Tailspin too. That's like totally different. Tailspin was also the show in the Disney Afternoon that I never watched. Yeah, right. Same. Like that one I just yeah. never cared about. I like that show. Wait, wait. Can you? Oh. What characters were in it? Baloo. Maybe Baloo. Oh. I remember. Dr- wait, no, I flying have a seen plane. It. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Read the other games because you didn't. Yes. Yeah, so it's uh, Chippendales Rescue Rangers, uh, Darkwing mm-hmm. Duck. Oh. Let's get dangerous. Uh, Ducktales, Ducktales Two, and so Tailspin. Cool. That's I think right. out of those, I only played the two Ducktales and Rescue Rangers. I don't think I played Darkwing Duck. It does Rescue Rangers One and Two, right? Uh, Rescue Rangers 1. Okay. Oh, and it's sequel. No, it oh, just right it didn't okay. list it yeah, yeah. like the other ones. Huh. So, yeah, it's both the Rescue Rangers, uh, both uh, one Darkwing Duck and two Duck Tales and Tailspin. This is uh, all NES, but did, oh, I'm sorry. No, I mean now. <laughs> PS4, <laughs> Windows, and Xbox sure? One. I see. When's it out? Uh, it is out. Next month. Next month. Uh, April Are 18th. Are you just going to keep repeating what I April said? April 18th. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm, buying, I'm buying time while I find a uh-huh, date. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I can't speak to we Tales because I've never played it, but the other games, all of them, they're really good. Yeah, really, really they're all games. yeah, they're all Capcom was in the forefront of actually making licensed games good. Didn't Shinji Mikami work on some of that stuff? I know he worked on like like old Disney games, I forget which. Might have been Super Nintendo. I don't know. Anyway. But yeah, like, you know, that was an era where licensed games were like were good. the shittiest shit of all time. Well no, come on, like Capcom and Konami were putting out really good shit. Sure, but I mean then there was also LGN and like the oh, yeah. karate. Well Kid. that's why they stood out because Ninja they were Turtles. actually good. DuckTales was amazing. The first DuckTales was like eye opening. It was like, whoa, like yeah. this is like from the people who made Mega Man and stuff and like it's just as good. Yes. Like I'm convinced that the, the remake, the way forward thing, only happened because the moon theme is in that game. People just love the moon theme. Yes. They didn't stop loving it for like twenty years. That's a that's it's like a lost back. Mega Man two song. That was a disappointing remake. It was like so close to being really good, but mm. something was off. Yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about Dungeons? So this kind of just surprised me. Dungeons and Dragons is finally getting a proper digital app. Woohoo! There was not a digital oh. version of du- uh, official digital versions of version of Dungeons and Dragons. Well, it's that not is like a the hard game. thing to it's say. It's not a game. I know, but it's like a there's it's a DM app. Right? Yeah, there's yeah. there was no like official DM app or anything like that mm-hmm. until now, which seems like what were they? Well, yeah, they right? did they did make one. But it came out, unfortunately, on Microsoft Silverlight platform. And when Yikes. that died, it took D&D with it. I don't even know what that is. Sorry, exactly. we might have to have you take over the news. I, <laughs> she's the one who did all the highlighting, the and it was yesterday, so... Does the college maybe, level highlighting. Maybe you should do the <laughs> Anyway, maybe Roy, well, will, maybe Roy okay. will actually play Dungeons & Dragons with me now. I, so I, I want to. I think that would be fun. Hmm. What, are you joining us now? I, I mean, <laughs> I'm inviting myself. 
<laughs> I will only play Shadowrun. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and then our friends over at Cappy Games announced a new game. Yes. Um, we don't really cover new game announcements much, but it's Cappy, so yeah. I'd like to give them a little uh, uh, buzz. Uh, it's based off of the new show, OKKO OK, Let's Be Heroes. Um, it's for... Uh, Which is Adult Swim. Yes, Adult Swim. It's... Uh, Four consoles, so there's there is like a mobile game out there, but this is a, a a console game based off of of the cartoon that um, will be airing sometime this year. Seems like a perfect fit. Cappy's always had like really amazing animation. Like yeah. they remember the uh, the Super Time Force commercial that was a cartoon. Yeah. It was like super incredible. Like seems like a good fit to match uh, up with. A so far, we've only seen screenshots. Looks really great. Can't wait to play it. Um, what happened to Below? Still happening, still okay. coming, yeah. still cooking, All right. slow cooking, sure, sure, really slow cooking. <clears throat> okay, and uh, I'll script that one. A friend of the show, fellow giant bomber. We could say that, right? We're what? we're part of the giant bomb family, sure, more or less. Drew Scanlon, uh, white blinking, blinking white guy <laughs> himself. Uh, after leaving Giant Bomb, went on to uh, he started his own venture called Cloth Map. There's a Patreon. Um, it's doing really well, um, and it's basically a video series where he goes out and uh, uh, a bit of that explores how games impact the lives of people around the world, um, which sounds really interesting. Uh, it could mean uh, more behind-the-scenes travel stuff, more interviews, weird stuff, just going around the world and, and finding out how people play games around the world. Basically like video, video documentary yeah. series type thing. Yeah, he's really good at that too, so super excited for that. I like the name a lot too, Cloth Map. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I, you know, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, is he making Cloth Maps <laughs> for games? Because I like those. I do that too. Maybe yeah. it'll be side and, and to clarify, it's not just like video games, right? Mm, like he would, it doesn't seem like it. He like has like travel world, vlogs yeah. and stuff, so... Like I remember, like looking at his pitch videos, like you know, find out what Maori Trousman do for fun, like that kind of thing. Yeah, so like weird. it's just like games. Like, what do people uh, do for fun? Right. He also remind ourselves that no matter what background, everyone on Earth loves having a good time. What, what so I it's I just like it's an awesome idea. Good times. Yeah, I want him to go into like a Korean PC bang, and I want him to watch all those Korean Overwatch players that tell me that I fucking suck. <laughs> and I want him to stand over their shoulders and be like, "Hey, you should be nicer yeah. to people on the internet." That's right. <laughs> it's okay. You wait long enough, and they'll just die from. Never eating, and <laughs> that's what they do. Did you, did you see that mo- that mom who posted the um, thing today about how like she got a note from her kid's teacher that her kid oh, like called another kid a Hanzo, Hanzo main? main. <laughs> it's like an insult. <laughs> oh my like, god! I have no idea what this means, but it was obviously <laughs> an insult. I remember they ran a campaign for against Donald Trump, and they were like, if Donald Trump played Overwatch, he would be a Hanzo main. <laughs> do you want this man as your president? Obviously not. Um, uh, and then finally, we got uh, so. The Dragon Quest Eleven. Yes. In the last couple of weeks, they've just been randomly releasing screenshots. Yes. It's the 30th anniversary year, so it's it's you know how it is in Japan. The 30th anniversary year starts in the 30th year, but then goes on for one year from there. So we're yeah. kind of in that one year window right it's now. It's like the year of Luigi, um, but the year of Hori. Yeah. Um, and uh, so in the uh, the uh, opening event for the uh, Dragon Quest The Real ride at Universal Studios Japan, Yuji Horii came out. And Wait, that's a thing? Dragon Quest The Real? I didn't even know that was a thing. Well, John... I might have to go to Universal Studios now. Yeah, I mean, you, weren't you planning a trip to Kyoto soon? Well, is that is that a is that a ride, or is it like a, like a, one of those, like, you know, escape room things? I or? think it's like the Monster Hunter one, like Monster Hunter The Real. Where like you just like, walk around and look yeah. at models and stuff. Aww, I'm guessing. That's not mm. as fun. Maybe it's not as fun, yeah. But I'm still curious. Although it's probably if it's Dragon Quest, it's probably going to be like take seven years to like actually get in because like you're going to have to get tickets in advance and then wait in line yeah. for like twelve hours. I wouldn't recommend it. But at the opening ceremony, 
He uh, made a comment about Dragon Quest XI. All of the staff are currently working really hard making the game, uh, which, uh, duh. Uh, and then, good job, guys. Good job doing your jobs. Good comment. Uh, and then I think that we'll be able to make an announcement of some sort soon, so please look forward to it. Probably the release date, right? I mean, they haven't announced a date yet. I would think so. I think these like screenshots, random screenshots that they're putting out are kind of a hint that they're kind of mm. getting close to being done. That's going to be fun to cover on the podcast because that's one of those rare like big games that's definitely coming out in Japanese long before it comes out in English. Yes. And like it's coming out on at least two platforms at launch, right? It's PS4 yeah. and 3DS. And, and Switch. later Switch. I don't Switch. know how I feel um, about the Switch version. I mean, if it's going to be like... What is it going to be? Is it going to be the 3DS one or the... No, it's the, the PS4, PS4 one. Sure. But I mean, you've oh. seen Dragon Quest Heroes on Switch. Like, yeah. It looks like garbage no, compared to the PS4 version. So uh, I'm yeah, not too hopeful. I'd, I'd probably just get it on PS4. But um, maybe like a holiday game? Because I think it's just 2017 is the only window. Well, the anniversary is like up in May. That that will be like 31 years. I don't uh, think it's going to be out by May. It's obviously too late. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a fall game. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. My my big question is, do you think this is what gets Smaps gets Smap back together? <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna bring Smap back for yeah. the commercials. Is that is that what he's gonna announce? I did it, guys. <laughs> Smap is back. I'll Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask I'm gonna guess um, August uh, because it makes sense to release like before a summer vacation. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's so. true. Wow, that would be really soon. Well, four months, five months. I mean, it's got to come sooner or later, right? Right. The 3DS will never die. It'll be huge. Yeah. Well, yep, that's basically it. Um, we're going to have... Oh, news? shit, you're right. In very important um, news. Last minute, fresh off, the, fresh the off the thing. Yeah, Sarah, what would I do without you? Um, <laughs> Sonic. Yeah. The 3D version of Sonic that oh, uh, unannounced. Oh, here we go. Has a name, Sonic Forces. It looks it's kind like, of... Com- like comrade Soviet. Yeah, there's a, a there's like some sort of like a Soviet comrades. thing going on there. There's like a apocalyptic like <laughs> Eggma- Egg- Eggman finally won and Sonic <laughs> is part of the resistance. Oh my I'm god! I'm making that up, but it just that's kind of what I mean, it looks like. That sounded amazing. Yeah, it sounded. So what is this? Is this game that people have known about for a while or? Yeah, or? so they announced a new 3D Sonic title when they announced Sonic Mania. Okay. Um, and they just released like when a CGI that? teaser. Like last year, or CG something? teaser. Uh, last year? year, last year. Was it, does it at look- that fucking event where it was just like the most awkward thing of all time? Oh, that right, right, right. And so this this new one is now it has a name, Sonic Forces. Yes. When's it coming out? Uh, it uh, does not have a release date. So um, that info is probably out there. We just don't know it. No. Does, does it look good? It, does anybody I mean, care? It, it I is, watched the video and it looked like a 3D Sonic game. Is that it's like Sonic, Sonic Unleashed. standing yeah. over a burning city? Yes. What the hell? And there's giant sentinel Eggman. Yes. yes. There's nothing more that I <laughs> want. were you a Sonic fan too? No, or? God, no. Oh, okay. I wasn't a Sonic fan. Well, I was and then I wasn't. And then the Twitter got really good. I'm right. a yeah. fan slow, solely for the person who, won, who runs it, like, the Twitter I feel like this is like a, a step in the wrong direction. Nobody wants a, a super serious in Sonic. the wrong direction, but it looks like a meme waiting to happen, <laughs> and my body is ready. Right, I kind of well. Memes. So uh, speaking of memes, the uh, uh, Izuka-san of Sega, the uh, producer of the Sonic series, on yeah. the head of Sonic team, said, "For Sega, quality is most important." That's not true. We stated <laughs> this last year, and we are committed to doing whatever it takes to make Sonic games the highest quality possible. Mm, okay. No, uh, though we like to go fast, sometimes for a great game, you must also wait. Oh, he's trying to get up there with uh, Miyamoto and that See, quote. See, that's that's a that's a got to go years fast. From now, students are going to be going to be calling back that Sonic quote. <laughs> that's a got to go fast reference, and then a I'm waiting reference from the uh, much heralded uh, Sonic animated cartoon show. Um, that everybody White. loves. Yeah, it's the best. 
one of Which the worst one? shows of all time. The one said him. The one that's not an anime. The one that's like a weird, uh, like uh, Coyote and Roadrunner sort of deal. Missed that one. What? For good, it's, it <laughs> is one of the worst shows of all time. It's an amazing show. It's, it's vo- <laughs> like Sonic is voiced by Jaleel White. It's it's amazing, and there's always like PSAs in the middle. That's where it's so like bad. if an adult ever tries to touch you in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, that's yeah. no good. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, awesome. It yeah. was great. <laughs> it was a really terrible. I think that's show. also where like the I don't know if it's where it came from, like the miles per hour nonsense. Oh, Tails is really no, that nice. was just from Sonic Two. It wasn't. Yeah, because remember they had like a big thing about anyway. We're talking about the cartoon too much. Yeah, watch it if you can. Anyways, anyway, so um, that's getting announced. It's it's like it looks like just like the day sections of Sonic Unleashed. Like big 3D environment, you just run through it really fast. Yeah, that does, uh, when I uh, that doesn't mean anything. But when I watched the video, it was literally just running in a straight line. So. Hell yeah! Well, I mean, it also like to give Sonic some credit. Generations was cool. It was an yeah. okay game. Like the that's what I hear. Yeah, yeah. Was, but was, I'm was, I'm decent. way more excited for Sonic Mania. So. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I just like I don't want to you know dump all over this game with it. I, I I should say I'm actually Sonic uh, excited for Sonic Mania and not excited for this at all. But mm. I'm excited for this. I'm excited for the dumpster fire. Yeah, well, it, I'm I mean, ready. I got my popcorn. It is almost a dumpster. The screenshot is a, is a dumpster, dumpster fire. fire. Um, but Thank yeah, you know, so Sonic. that's it. Um, we don't have any more news. Nothing about any uh, racist white guys that are on YouTube or anything like that. That's a, yeah. We don't need to talk about that. Shout out to um, Kevin Larrabee who yes. brought us a box by with a big box of good stuff, which came from a guy named Mike Pollard. So shout out to Mike oh, okay. as well. So we basically have a box of like Famicom, old Famicom and Super Famicom games and yeah. like a crusty yellow Famicom that just showed up one day. Yeah. I cleaned it Kevin. a little bit. And yeah, well, you took like some of the <laughs> dust off so you can more clearly see the yellow. Um, but uh, yeah, maybe one day we'll have to like just set a system up and like go through these because there's some weird ass games in there. Just there totally random games. stuff. There's probably what, like 50 games or so maybe. Mm. Um, so Legacy yeah. of the Wizard is in there. Interbridge looked at the box art and was like, "Who's this huge dad? Yeah, <laughs> the huge dad. That's a great box. game. He's the it dad. Yeah, game. there's a, one of the the Dragon better Slayer NES games. Four, right? Yes. I think yep. it was yep. in Japanese. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of fun stuff in there. So maybe one day we'll just go through them all. Yeah, um, maybe one day. Maybe maybe that'll be your precious uh, video debut. Eight or four whatever. plays coming <coughs> soon. But to yeah, a screen near you. Your YouTube. Probably YouTube. I know Sarah and Roy will love it. You, you fans of old games. Uh, right. Anyway, JJ, where can they find us? On <laughs> they can find us on our web. We they can find us on our website at eight dash jp or our second home giant bomb dot com, and uh, yeah, we always have a graph thread. Uh, I cannot talk today. You guys yeah, should not like, have made me like giantdom.com. We have a gra- we have a graph thread. You uh, for, it, so for everybody listening, we're recording this the day after the last segment, so things are a little bit uh, subdued, subdued, <laughs> sobered up, uh, a little sober. Sobered. Gotta go back to work. We're hungry. We need lunch. Um, and uh, so Hope where was I? You. you can find us on our gaff thread. We have an, uh, a Twitter at eight four play minus sprsk. Sarah. Sarah Pods. Graham Emily Howard. John, John TV. Good to Roy. You gotta let me say your name so sorry, people know sorry. who's talking. Um, and uh, yeah, we have a Facebook. Rate us five stars on iTunes. Are we One of these days, we need iTunes? to read our iTunes reviews. It's been so long. Yeah. I don't think we've gotten any new ones, though. I think we probably have. There's always somebody complaining about something, right? But then there's always some nice people too. Yes, so. there's always some nice people. Um, what's, nice. what's to look forward to? So what's ne- when's our next episode? Uh, I guess we're getting into the end of March. Yeah, um, Mark will be back. Mark will be back, so we'll talk a little more about Zelda, I'm sure. Talk yeah. a little about his uh, adventures around the world. Um, and I guess the next... Yeah, there's nothing kind of cooking for a while. Not till Bit Summit. Right? Yes. In May. So, anyway. 
Yeah, thank well, you for we'll, listening. We'll have some games to talk about and some. Yeah, well, we're actually playing games now, so it's it's a uh, yeah. it's a rare treat. You actually get to hear us talk about games we played rather than games we wish we were playing. Right. So more Zelda, more Zelda. I'm gonna play Zelda all weekend. I can't. Yeah, play. we'll do a little bit more Night in the Woods. Roy's gonna get it this weekend. Hopefully, and, yeah. nice. Mm. Okay. All right. Cool. Thanks, guys. Who's taking us out? Graham, why don't you give us uh, another one of those Sonic PSAs? Those sweet Sonic PSAs. Okay. Now, does that look like fun to you? If so, your brains are scrambled. Believe it or not, every year some ignorant kid takes a ride in a clothes dryer just like this one and ends up getting hurt. It gets pretty hot in there, and those dryer fins can break your bones when they get going. If you think it's smart to climb in a dryer, you're really all wet. Are you up to your bowels in debt? Is somebody taking your house? Are you pissed? Call me, Morris Fulwell, and I will reset your debt by resetting your life. Wash away your debt. Clean up your life.
Help me, mofo. Through a loophole in the witness relocation program, I found a way to reset your life. Step one, call me. Step two, plan your death. Step three, pick your new name. Step four, relocate your family and sever all ties with your loved ones. Step five, enjoy your new life. So call me at 1-8-HELP-MOFO. Help me, mofo. And order my debt consolidation system and wash away your debt. Like the ocean washes away the sands. Come home.